The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other key matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Okay, all the other stuff we were talking about, that was the other pregame show. This is the real pregame show because now the clock is running and we're heading in the right direction to where a football game is going to be starting here. Roughly what, Tom, about 742 or something like that. So we uh, are on track for that. But uh, welcome back to the pit at Elder High School where the Elder Panthers are hosting the Indianapolis Cathedral Fighting Irish tonight. Uh, Fighting Irish coming off a big 28 to nothing win last week against the Muller Crusaders. And, of course, Elder knocking off the Honda Lincoln 41-6. to uh, A big, big game for the Elder Panthers, guys. This is one of those uh, games that I, I guarantee it was here. Uh, these are those critical must-win games that Elder... Uh, it's just a vital, vital win. Yeah, two weeks ago, Doug Ramsey said just like any other season, win the games you're expected or supposed to win and be competitive in that game, those games and the rest of the games. This is the game that they're supposed to win. It's a home game, first one of the year here at the pit. Uh, you know, Elder Ruster gained over 500 yards last week against Gahanna Lincoln, so it'll be anxious, interested to see what they can do against a team that, uh, you know, had their way against a young Moeller team that we just talked about they played at St. X last Saturday night. Don't know why they played at St. X. But nevertheless, here they are traveling again to Cincinnati with all the commotion they just went through. Their, their time clocks are a little bit off of their heads and what have you. Elders should, you know, come out quickly and see what they can do. But it is going to be a big game for the Elder Panthers. Steve, uh, one thing that jumps out at you, as we talked about in the previous pregame show, is the stat board turnovers in uh I think both of these teams, uh, Elder was pretty clean with that last week. Uh, Cathedral was not. They they had turned the ball over six times. Turnover is going to be key in this game. Turnovers, momentum, we talk about it all the time. Tom talks about the hidden yards. Those are things that you, you don't see on the stat sheet necessarily. You see the turnovers, but exactly how those changed momentum, stopped momentum, uh, or started momentum are, are, are intangibles that are just out there that you really – don't know know, when you're just looking at the numbers how they play into the psyche of all the players so turnovers in critical conditions on either side of the ball if you're getting the ball or losing the ball just changes the big momentum a hundred whatever percent you know uh, steve and tom and and we watched the film and and there was a, a lot of stuff on film that that uh, Cathedral will be looking at and thinking, my gosh, what do we do here? And and one of the ones that just jumps out of me is the how they slowly put Drew Ramsey into the game. He not only threw the ball uh, a little bit here and there, but he ran the ball pretty effectively as well. Yeah, he's a good slot receiver, and uh, also he's a left-handed uh, quarterback. So that gives them a little bit different dimension when, when they run him out for a sweep and, uh, they, you know, can send the ball yeah. you know, downfield. And one thing that, that, that I didn't talk about in the pregame show the last hour, half hour, was when Elder had the running clock in the second half, 
there's a lot of things that Doug's got in his back pocket that he hasn't shown yet, and he was hoping for that. You don't want to show anything to an opponent when you're up by 30 or some points. Well, and, and Doug mentioned at the Dance Club that the opposing team's chain gang were uh, thought he was trying to run the score up when they were going for two to get the points over to that 30 so that clock will run. But, you right know, before he's, halftime. Right yeah. before halftime. He's yes. trying to, to get that clock going so the game will get done, sure. they get home early and so forth. But uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with doing that. No, not at all. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, just like it sounds, Steve, it sounds like the uh, Fighting Irish gave Moeller a little bit of a surprise in the first week because they held back things that they didn't show in any of their scrimmages, and I'm sure the Crusaders were watching. So, you know, you get to this point in this game, you know, where I'm, we're both expecting, I think all three of us are expecting, running on both sides of the ball, but you just never know as, as the game plays out. Which, which is exactly what the Fighting Irish did not do last week. Uh, if you uh, read anything or know anything about the Fighting Irish, they're a run-first, run-first, run-first team. That's what they want to do. That's what Moeller knew. That's what Moeller was prepared yeah. for. They came out firing the ball. They threw the ball three-quarters of the night, three uh, three times as many times as they ran the ball, which is very, very, very uncharacteristic. But they have a good quarterback in, in uh, Oren uh, Edwards, who's being recruited by Howard University, so he's got some D1 looks. Uh, he's a, a senior with some experience from last year, so so he's 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 uh, the real deal back there. You know, uh, the one thing when you have a game like that. You get a lot of people on the stat sheet. You had six guys rushing the ball last week, total rushing yards of 346 yards. So there was a lot of people that are on film. Uh, but uh, one of the guys that we we talked about, uh, Joe Royer, uh, who is going to Ohio State next year, uh, he, he did a heck of a job. And you saw him not only, I think he had 77 yards receiving, but blocking, the blocking, the receivers going downfield, uh, the one rush that uh, run uh, the reception by Drew Ramsey. The big, the big thing with that, Steve, you pointed out. Watch how he was following blockers yeah, all he, the way he, down he, the field. He's a very patient runner, and he was just kind of laying back as the the, the blocks were forming in, in front of him. So he did a very good job following the blockers as he was coming downfield. Well, a little plug here for those uh, joining us uh, tonight at Prep Sports Radio uh, Game Night Show out at La Rosa's on Boudinot. Our special guest is uh, Dave Allen, who is the uh, Glee Club director, and he's been here 50 years. He started in 1969, and he'll have a lot of stories to say. Uh, We'd love for you to be out there to give Dave the big elder purple and white welcome. I know there's a, a lot of his supporters are going to be out there. We hope you can join us as well, and we look forward to that. If you can't uh, be there, don't forget to stay tuned for us talking to Dave. That follows the game out at La Rosa's. Uh, of course, it will be pushed back a little bit later than we'd like, but uh, that's the way these things go. Well, we're going to take our first time out. Uh, we're still here at Elder. The teams are here, as uh, you probably had heard. If you're just joining us, the uh, the team bus was uh, clogged in traffic as they were heading from Indy to Cincinnati, but that is resolved. They are here, and the game should be starting at about 740 to 7.45, some, somewhere in that range. This is the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. We'll be back right after this. 
Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values from Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. And we are back here at the Pitted Elder High School, and uh, we are going to break down the keys to tonight tonight's game. Uh, guys, uh, Cathedral coming off, as we said, a big win over uh, Muller, 28 to nothing turnovers eight turnovers by Mueller four by Indianapolis Cathedral and uh, the one thing that you always think of these this team is uh, they're a balanced rushing attack run 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 uh, but they only put up uh, 57 yards rushing total last week Steve so what what do you see in this team I, I think that was more by their choice than Mueller's defense's choice I, I, I know what the, the Mueller coach said but they came out firing the ball, and they didn't need to run the ball. They, they had their way in, in the air, and uh, I think that's pretty much, you know, where they went, I think. You know, I'll talk about it in the keys, but I think if they combine what they did the first two weeks, rushing and, 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 uh, and passing, they can come up with a nice balanced attack and keep Elder guessing. But Cathedral coming into this game is 2-0. and Their week one win was a, a 42-14 win over Noblesville, who's 0-2 now. And uh, their win last week was against an 0-1 Moeller Crusaders. So they've not played a program that has a win. Elder obviously coming in with last week's win. But last night I was watching a little bit of the NFL on uh, TV, and it was the Packers and Bears playing, and they were going on on about the 100th year of the NFL. 
also playing football for 100 years, the Cathedral Fighting Irish. They started in 1919. So they've been playing for over 100 years, and they're a winning program. They've won 725 games, lost 293, and tied 19. Last year, they were counting the playoffs. They were 7-6. and six. They lost 21-14 in the third round of the Indianapolis 5A playoffs. They, to their, they have 12 state titles in football to their name and three state runners-up. So 15 times they've been to the championship game since 1973. They have... Uh, Four seniors that are being D1 recruited. I talked about Oren Edwards. Uh, he's getting offers from Howard. Uh, offensive line, Tex uh, Elliott, 6'5", 280. His offers from Air Force, Army, Central Michigan, Navy, Western Illinois, to name a few. And uh, Shiloh Means, uh, uh, safety, has uh, 12, 15 offers. And linebacker Quentin Cannon has committed to Western Michigan. So they have four D1 legitimate players out there. This is uh, the coach's, uh, Bill Peebles' second year as head coach. Last year, Warren Edwards, a quarterback, completed 59% of his passes for 2,511 yards and 23 touchdowns, only four interceptions in, in, in that lot. Um, like I said, last year they, they finished 6-6, six and six, and it was like the first time in a long time that Cathedral wasn't in the, the regional final uh, for uh, the St- Indiana 5A. So the three three or four main players that you're gonna, we're going to talk about a lot tonight are Oren Edwards. He's uh, right now on the season. He's thrown for 438 yards. He's completed uh, 32 of 49 attempts. That's about a 65% average. He's averaging about 13 yards of throw, four, and four touchdowns, and four interceptions. So that, that stat, he's already thrown as many interceptions this year as he did all of last year. Uh, Jake Langdon, their uh, running back, has carried 11 times for 62 yards. Two receivers, uh, uh, David Perry, he's... Received uh, 12 times for 164 yards, and Camden Jordan uh, has uh, eight receptions for 206 yards. But I, I think um, coming into this game, and I wrote this stuff up this afternoon, not knowing exactly what was going to be happening, obviously with traffic. But my first key to the game for the, the Fighting Irish is travel legs to stay in the ah, game early, that's good. not knowing that, that this was going to occur. But it's difficult, even if, if everything worked out perfect, to leave the school at, at 3.30, get here about 5.30, and get, get get your bearings and get things going, let alone leaving the school at 3.30, getting here uh, 6.30 or so, three some three hours four, later, later. And then rushing to get into your normal game lineup. So, you know, I think that's key for them to stay in the game early, not let Elder get out big, and, and then they can kind of grow into the game. I think that that'll help them out. And I think from the first two weeks, they ran a lot, a run-heavy team. Last week, they threw a lot against Moeller. I think if they can combine that offensively, they, they can have an effective game plan against Elder's defense. They're, they're, they're a little bit bigger than Elder's. Their offense is a little bit bigger than Elder's defense, and maybe that, that will uh, kind of uh, counteract some of the, the quickness you're going to see out of Elder's defense. And I always talk about this as my third key to the game. They have to be sharp in all phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. And 
they need to remember, and a lot of teams that don't play Elder a lot or play a lot of the GCL South teams, they're out here to play four quarters and play four quarters strong. So even if they're up late, they, they can't let it go because they have to play all phases of the game, all four quarters. I, I think once Cathedral gets the, the game under them and in, in front of them, this could be a, a hard-fought game for both teams. Yeah, and one final guy that uh, my contact at Muller said to keep your eye on uh, Jordan Thomas. He only had three receptions for 24 yards, but he, he mentioned that the guy was open all night. The quarterback just couldn't hit him. Uh, he said that, that guy is dangerous, so we'll have to keep an eye on him. Like I said, he, he was down the down a little bit on the receptions, but uh, he said keep an eye on him. Well, Tom, let's go over to you. Uh, big game for the Panthers last week. Uh, they walk in uh, with a confidence uh, offensively, and uh, things turned out very well also on the defense as things settled down. It did. And we, we talked last week, but it doesn't hurt to say it again. On offense, Elder returned six players, Jacob James on left tackle, and his number happens to be 78. And the last Cincinnati player on the offensive line that was 78 was kind of good was Anthony Munoz for the Cincinnati Bengals. So keep an eye out for number 78 uh, in the purple tonight. Uh, left guard is Luke Kandra. He's also returning uh, starter from last year. And right tackle, Carter Smith, also a returning starter. So three of the five offensive linemen returning starters. Uh, another returning starter on offense is, is Joseph Catania. And uh, uh, another wide rec- another starting uh, player is Joe Royer. Uh, he'll be at wide receiver this year and not at the tight end position. And the last returning starter for the Elder Panthers is quarterback Matthew Luby. Uh, number seven in your program on defense like i said earlier there's only two returning starters uh one is an outside linebacker colton sandis and uh the other is an inside linebacker connor keys uh the defense for the elder panthers a little bit undersized so what you're going to see tonight just like you saw a little bit last week is you're going to see some of the elders offensive linemen specifically luke kandra carter smith uh, David Evans is a tight end position, and definitely Joe Royer from the wide receiver position. Those four players, you'll see them coming in and out of the defensive line, specifically on the defensive end, to put pressure on uh, the Fighting Irish's quarterback. So watch for that tonight and throughout the season. Uh, special teams, there's also there's two returning starters. Uh, the, the kickoff specialist is Connor Amon, and the uh, field goal kicker and the point after touchdown kicker is sam harmeyer number 99 so with all that said elder couldn't have had a better script than they did last week at Gahanna lincoln guys we said earlier 41 they they only had to play a half while the game was out of control in the second half running clock nobody got hurt uh, plenty of players got to play more than they thought they would it allowed doug and his staff especially on the defensive side of the ball to see what some of the players can do, even though it was a running clock and it was a quick second half. Uh, specifically, what you're going to see tonight is uh, for the Elder Panthers on offense is to run the ball. And why wouldn't you run the ball? Like I said, with the aforementioned uh, Jacob James with the uh, commitment to Ohio State at left tackle, Luke Candra with the uh, scholarship to Louisville at left guard, and the returning other 
lineman is Carter Smith. You have Mason Berger at center, and you have Drew Beckenhaupt, who is the only junior offensive lineman in the entire roster. So there, so you should run behind that that massive uh, amount of humanity. Uh, and and they're going to be handing Matthew Luby, who ran for 242 yards last week. He's going to be one of the key runners of the game as well. And why not when you have that kind of running? Uh, Doug said he's got one of the quickest first steps he's seen. Um, the running back position, I called him last week Thunder and Lightning. And the Thunder would be Cooper Johnson, number 39. He's more of a bull runner. And Joseph Catania would be Lightning. He's quick, and uh, he's going to pick his, his holes, and then he's going to run like the wind. On the uh, outside, you have Joe Royer. Uh, Dakota Postel is a wide receiver that does a lot of great downhill blocking as well. And in the slot, you're going to see Aaron Vollmer and Drew Ramsey. And watch out for Drew Ramsey. He's he's exciting to watch. On the defensive side of the ball, they're going to need to defend the run. And depth isn't there like it had been for the Panthers. Uh, So Doug and staff are putting players in there who can see who, who can play and who want to play and who can make the plays. Uh, so they're going to use a lot of the offensive line to stabilize that. And, Steve, here we go with the hidden yards. First home game, I got it in here. Uh, there's hidden yards tonight. Why? Because there's fewer of offensive possessions with, I know, the elder Panthers running the ball a lot. We'll see what the uh, Fighting Irish do. So it should be a great game tonight. Both teams come in undefeated. Mark, you said earlier that this is a game that is on elder schedule, and everybody's expecting them to win. It's a game they should win, and all they need to do now is make it happen. Well, Doug Ramsey sits at 166 wins and 76 losses here. He's the uh, longest head coach here at Elder. Will he get number 167? We'll find out. But first off, let's switch down to the field where our Len Harvey is talking with Coach Ramsey. Thanks, Mark. I'm joined on the field by Elder Head Coach Doug Ramsey. And, Coach, good start with a 41-6 win. Offense was very smooth last week. Yeah, you know, we, we did a lot of good things on offense. You know, offensive line played well. Uh, you know, Matthew had a big night. and You know, uh, I, I thought everybody did, you know, did, did it for, for first game out and a lot of guys first start. I think they did a really good job. It doesn't hurt with an 80-yard and an 89-yard run either, those plays. Yeah, you know, that, that really got off to a good start. Running your first offensive play is an 80-yard touchdown is uh, – you know, it's a good way to start. It's a good way to start, to good way to start a game, you know. We were talking up in the booth. Both quarterbacks were fantastic. Matter of fact, all three of them were good, but uh, both really uh, performed well, run and pass. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, that's the... Uh that's that's the key to get you. You got to be a dual threat guy. You know, if, if you're if you're just a guy that can just run or just pass, it's hard to play football. You know, and be a quarterback today. You got You got to have the ability to move your feet, and but you got to have the ability to third down. You got to be able to make a throw. Now, Gahanna was moving the ball on that first drive pretty well, but the defense held with a missed field goal. Was that the key? There? Yeah, I think that was made to get a stop there. You know, I think. You know, as we talked about our defense being young, I thought we were a little bit of deer in the headlight early on in the game and then kind of settled in. After the first couple of drives, I thought the rest of the first half we were pretty good. Um, 
you know, then we gave up a fairly, you know, decent drive in the second half. But I thought for the most part, once they settled in, they did a pretty good job on defense. Now, what are the keys for tonight's game? Um, you know, I just like everything. We, they, you know, they're, they're a very multiple front on, on defense, and I think our linemen have to uh, understand who to block when, you know, those types of things, identify fronts. Uh, we can't turn the ball over. You know, Homer turned it over eight times against them last week, so they're good at, you know, the takeaway game and, and that. And then defensively, we got to make them work. Just like last week, you know, if you don't give up the 80-yard touchdown, you know, mistakes can happen. There could be an interception. There could be a fumble. There could be a missed field goal. So, you know, prevent the big plays. And, and then, you know, I, I always think in, in, in the special teams game, you know, it's, it's about hitting yards. You know, it's about covering kicks. It's about kicking the ball in the end zone on, on, on the kickoffs. You know, it's getting eight, nine, ten-yard punt return just to get, you know, just to change field position just a little bit. Now, Cathedral last year was 39-34. They, they beat Muller last week. What are we going to look for from the Irish tonight? Well, you know, they, they've offensively, they, their quarterback's back from last year, who's a very solid player. Again, he's got dual threat ability. Uh, nice little running back. Um, you know, and, and a good receiving core. Very big on the offensive line as well. So they're, they're a pretty talented offense. Defensively, uh, not quite as big as they were last year. Now, they do have a, a nose tackle that's 325 pounds, so he's a good-sized guy. Uh, but the other guys aren't quite as big. But they've got a safety that's uh, – that's a, uh, he'll be involved in a lot of the, the run game and things. He comes down in a hurry. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a kid who's a Division One college football player. So, you know, they got quality guys all over the place. Now, last week you talked a little bit about the long bus ride. Well, today, Cathedral, there's a little bit of an accident, so the game's delayed. They're going to be spending more time on the bus. How does that factor into the game tonight? Well, I would rather be in our position than theirs. You know, I think when, when it's in your mindset of, hey, we're going to arrive somewhere at a certain time, get ready and go, and then you spend another hour, hour and a half sitting on a bus, you know, I think that makes things difficult. We're here. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a nuisance for us, you know, because it's a little bit extra time for the guys that have to wait. But at the same time, we're at our place, and we can find something to do uh, compared to just being stuck on a bus. And the weather's not too bad tonight. Uh, yeah, beautiful night. So, uh, you know, they said there's a 20% chance of a stray shower, so hopefully uh, the 80% part is right on that. Well, good luck tonight. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Good luck. You're listening to the Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is Coldbanker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Take care for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Skyline Chili before or after a game is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. 
The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. This is Father Don Trano of the Glen Mary Home Missioners. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora and Go Panthers. Wow! Take the staff quarterback sneak, pushes the pile forward. He's in. Touchdown, Elder! It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoping Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza. Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schuster, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Well, good Friday evening and welcome to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. I'm Len Harvey along with Phil Bengel. Tonight it's week two of the high school football season and we're at the pit for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live around Cincinnati, you're hearing us on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world at ehsports.com. Tonight the Panthers take on the 2-0 Indianapolis Cathedral Irish. Elder, meanwhile, they come in after a 41-6 opening week win against Gahanna Lincoln uh, in a game where Matthew Luby rushed seven times for 241 yards with touchdown runs of 80 and 89 yards. Last season, Elder beat Cathedral 39-34 in Indianapolis. The Irish come in on a high 2-0 with a big 28-0 win over Moeller. Moeller had eight turnovers. Senior quarterback Oren Edwards threw for 182 yards and two touchdowns, while junior Camden... Jordan caught three touchdown passes. They're coached by Bill Peebles in his second year at the school after a 6-6 six and six start last season. Now, Phil, this Cathedral team is not one to take lightly tonight. Yeah, last week, you know, they play Moeller and win 28 to nothing. And, you know, we know Moeller had eight turnovers in that football game, but that still doesn't change anything. It's a big team, very athletic, you know, sound team, great coaches. So this is going to be one of those games that Elder's got to really make sure they control the football. You saw what Cathedral did last week when you gave them the ball. They turned them into points. So the Panthers know they have to have good ball control. The one thing, though, that I see is that Elder's offense, I think they can survive in just about any condition. So if you had to go into some sort of a shootout, if, if you told Elder's offense they're going to score 70, they can score 70. Uh, they got the weapons. They got the guns. I think the defense will have 
have some of their issues from last week sorted out, uh, and they'll be ready to go. A couple of items of note uh, for Cathedral. They've got a couple of players. Uh, Shiloh Means is uh, one of their better players and leaning towards uh, Air Force, I've been told, the Air Force Academy. So that's uh, kind of interesting there. And uh, just a, a note of uh, you'll see a little bit of Oren Edwards, obviously quarterback, but Nathan McHale is their backup quarterback. But he's going to do a little bit what Ramsey will do for Elder, play a little wide receiver as well. Now tonight, Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 79 degrees. Going to uh, Just about getting the lights on here at Elder. We are delayed start after... Uh, it, it took uh, Cathedral four hours to get here, Phil. Yeah, unfortunate for them. They got caught up in a right behind a car accident uh, in near Batesville on 74, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why they got all tied up. But you know, right now we're going to get ready, and both teams are on the field for the national anthem, and we'll uh, we'll keep it right here for that. And we'll get uh, the anthem as they get ready here before the start of this one. Please remove your hats, bow your heads, and place yourselves in God's presence. Please keep those affected by birthday during your thoughts and prayers tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the season's sporting events, for the gifts and talents of those young athletes and the spirit and love they have for the game. Grant to all athletes and coaches the strength to pursue excellence during this game. We pray for the safety of these athletes, protect them from injury and harm. We pray for all who enjoy this competition as spectators. May our enthusiasm be filled with respect for all. Bless the members of the cathedral and elder communities and guide our schools in their Catholic-based missions. We ask for God to bless those who lead our country, for those who protect and defend our country, for those who need our prayers this night, and for all to have a safe journey home after the game tonight. Amen. And now in honor of America, please remove your hats, face the flag, and join your elder marching Panther band in the playing and singing of our national anthem. Tonight's Wardway game time temperature, as I mentioned, is 79 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating, oil, and propane for the home and business needing needs. Gas grills and pool supplies also available, including parts and service. Wardway Fuels, located at the corner of Glenway and Bridgetown Road at 513-574-0061. Wardway Fuels, proud sponsor of tonight's broadcast. Elder in their home purple jerseys with a white 
pants with the purple trim, the white helmets. Meanwhile, Cathedral, like uh, Notre Dame in the, in the road, white jerseys, the navy blue numbers, the gold pants, and the gold helmets. And it's going to be a good one tonight, Phil. Should be a good one. I mean, both teams on paper, you know, look very similar size-wise and ability. Looking at last week, kind of what they did. So tonight's going to be a big test for both teams. Uh, you know, both teams getting a win last week. So somebody's going to walk out of here, you know, with a, not, with a notch on their uh, record. So we'll see which team can take care of the football, which team can capitalize first. And one of the things to be interesting for the Panthers is Ben Dieters is going to be out tonight. You know, he's a guy who plays multiple positions, you know, returns punts, returns some kicks, uh, rugby-style punting, also is it sometime a corner. So, you know, without Dieters, um, uh, you know, that that might that'll cause some other guys to have to step up uh, for tonight's game. Well, Colton's actually, if you check out now for the Elder Panthers, will go from right to left to start this one. Elder will kick off. Connor Amen will kick off for for Elder, waiting for Cathedral to get on the field, and they get ready to step on the field now. Going back deep, it'll be Camden Jordan, number four, and number 20, Dalen Hill, for Indianapolis Cathedral. Good night for football. A little bit delayed, but we'll get this one in tonight as we got the lights on here at the pit. Week two, and always, Phil, week two, we're in the shorts. we got to have the shorts, although you'll be in shorts I'll all be, the way through October. I'll be in shorts no. all the way till, <laughs> till the state game. <laughs> Absolutely. As they set back. So, Eamon will set this one. He'll get ready to start most of the time. He puts it in the end zone. We'll see where he puts this one. But Connor Eamon will kick off for the Panthers from right to left. It's an end-over-end kick. It's taken by the up back, and it's going to be number four, Camden Jordan. He gets to about the 20, but he gets knocked down there. And some good hits for the Panthers. Uh, number 25, uh, Tanner Purdue got on the hit there. And looks like Cathedral will start off first at 10 at the 20. And Brian Weber gets in there, too. Um, ben Ott as well coming off of that pile. Yeah, put the ball right now to the 20-yard line, so not much different than if Eamon had kicked it in a field goal or kicked it in the end zone and got a touchback. But right now, you know, there is a little bit of a breeze down in the field surrounding the pits. That ball hung in the air. Orrin Edwards at quarterback of the shotgun. He's got one wide receiver out to the left side, and Jordan Thomas, a good one. Two wide receivers to the right, setting up a shotgun and now looking. And now the give is up the middle. That's number 20, and it's Dalen Hall, and he gets to about the 24-yard line. Maybe the 25 is where they'll finally mark it. So a gain of five on first down for Cathedral. Tommy Damon cleans it up. Panthers really stuck up the middle but didn't get a big enough push to push back into the line so he's able to fall forward pick those yards up so dalen hall will be to the right of the quarterback Oren edwards at quarterback and one wide receiver out to the left side they go in motion with the tight end the big tight end the freshman brendan wooden and the throw is across it's complete to number three dale perry and he's tackled immediately at the 25 yard line as tommy Thayman on the tackle for the panthers and the Panthers get it there. La Rosa's makes it easy for you to order your favorite pizza on your smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com or order online or download our mobile app at LaRosa's.com. Big new scoreboard. It'll be a third down and four coming up for Cathedral at the 26-yard line. 10.55 to go in the opening quarter in a delayed start. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. 
Shotgun formation set up for Oren Edwards. Edwards throws to the left side. It is complete across to number four, Cameron Jordan. And Jordan gets to the 35-yard line, a first down after a gain of nine for Cathedral. Seeger's going to be cleaning that one up for the Panthers. Here's some of the early pregame notes. You know, last year, they're kind of a team that, that likes to run the ball, uh, you know, but they, they were throwing it a lot last week against Moeller. So look for them to, to kind of combine those two. And right now, I think they're pretty confident in being able to get Elder on their heels. Ten and a half to go. The Panthers uh, on defense. It's a first and ten at the 35 for Cathedral. Going in motion this time. And now the give to the running back, the upside to Hill. Hill is going to head to the 45 to the 50. He's down the sideline but out of bounds. And let's see where they mark him. He's into Elder territory. And they'll mark him probably about the 45-yard line. But let's see where they finally stop it. They're going to mark it at midfield, Phil, at the 50, where he stepped out first. Yeah, just a lot of action in the backfield right now. The Panthers kind of getting caught trying to, to look over linemen, and the guys aren't feeling quick enough. So if the defense can can get everything together here, they can make some stops like they had earlier when Thamen came up and made a good read on a pass. Orrin Edwards at quarterback. He's got two wide receivers to the right. The tight end over to the left side. Brandon Wooden. And... He's got one running back in the backfield in Hill. Shotgun formation, the give, the fake, and the throw down the field that is incomplete. He had Cameron Jordan open, but overthrown by the quarterback. Just a quick throw, trying to throw that one as fast as they could, get that slant across at about the 30-yard line, you know, going up against uh, Marco Sabato back there, so maybe trying a little bit of a size, trying to throw it up, get it to him, but the ball was overthrown, so second down. Second and 10 for Cathedral. 10-11 to go in the opening quarter. They have it at the 50-yard line. Two wide, make it one wide to the left. Now two to the right. Shotgun formation. He's got Hall to his left and setting up now. The give, the fake. The quarterback's going to keep it inside the 50 to the 47-yard line. He was tackled by Connor Keyes for the Panthers. Connor Keyes makes that tackle, but David Larkins was right there. He came down the line. He made a great read, but I think he was almost surprised quarterback hit the ball. You know, in that type of offense, you know, they always tell you, like, we're playing option, you're playing, you know, one of these these RPOs. You just got to just tackle your guy. Make your assignment. Assume he has the ball. You're not going to get a penalty for hitting a guy who's carrying out a fake. Edwards again in the shotgun formation, third and eight at the 48. 9.38 to go, opening quarter. Two odd receivers off to the right side. He's got Jordan Thomas and David Perry. So he checks out now, looking to throw, and Edwards going to run it instead. Runs outside the 50. He's at the 48 to the 47 before he's tackled by a bunch, including Connor Keyes, out to the left side. And Tanner Purdue with good pressure for the Panthers, able to come through unblocked and, and force the quarterback to, to go out to his left, and that's where the Panthers are able to snow him in out there. Uh, I think Galen Mitchell got in on the tackle, too, for the Panthers. Just a lot of guys, so they're going to look to kick here. Tommy Thame is going to be back to return for the Panthers. Christian Allerding is going to be uh, act to punt. He's at his own 40-yard line. Setting up, he said, as Thiemann will line up to receive at the 10 for the Panthers. Again, fourth and seven at the 47 with 9.21 to go in the opening quarter. And setting up now, Emmerding will, Alderding rather, will bounce it inside the 30. It hits the 20, 15, and about the 14-yard line is where they will down the football. Marion McCullough downed it for Indianapolis Cathedral. Tonight's game is brought to you by Colwell Banker West Shell. There are two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home, and they're proud to continue servicing the west side of the older community. Colwell Banker West Shell at 922-9400, or visit them at CBWS. 
Cathedral.com. So 9-12 remaining in the opening quarter. A delayed start as Cathedral took almost four hours to get here today. So we delayed the start. We'll set up now the Panthers. Luby setting up Catania. Goes in motion to two wide receivers now. And Luby going to keep it himself. He carries it. He fumbles the football. And it's picked up by Elder, though. Thank goodness. As Luke Kendra got the fumble recovery, Phil. And, you know, again, you've been waiting around all day to play football. You're thinking 7 o'clock. I mean, the Elder's been out here for a while. So the offense, that's the first snap that, you know, they've they've taken uh, in probably what seems like an hour. Uh, just the way that this has been. So no real worries here on my part. Uh, you know, Kandra, I mean, he's going to be able to get that like, fall on that one pretty quick. Second 11, only lost the yard at the 14, 8.35 to go. Shotgun again, Luby. He's got Ramsey to his right. He goes in motion, setting up the tight end. Now looking, looking to throw down to the left side. Is complete to Royer at the 25-yard line. A gain of 11 and close to a first down for the Panthers. Pretty easy pass there. To Royer, I mean, he's going up against uh, Mario McCullough, five foot seven. Uh, so Joe Royer, all night at six foot five, is going to have a little bit of a a mismatch in that position. And Elder went right to it, getting them back. So let's see, watch them move the football. 8.20 to play in the opening quarter. No score. Panthers on their first possession. A first and 10 at the 25. Two wide receivers off to the right side. They go Volmer in motion to make it three wide to the right. Shotgun for Luby. Looking to throw. Decides to run it instead. He crosses the 30. He's outside to about the 34-yard line. A gain of nine on first down. A little change of direction for Luby. Yeah, looking to see if he could hit Volmer, but then he saw that the left side was open. He got tripped up at the line of scrimmage. Just barely got tripped up. I don't know if he had had he not gotten there. Might pick a few extra yards, but Cathedral obviously knows that that is in the scouting report, so they closed on it pretty quickly, but the Panthers still almost pick it up first down. Elder going from right to left, second down and one at the 34, seven and a half to go first quarter, two wide to the right. Luby gives to Catania. Catania is going to get down the back of it, makes a good move to the 40. He's outside and now gets to the 42-yard line, and that's a big gain for Catania to the 42-yard line for the Panthers. Catania's not a guy that is going to take an arm tackle and go down. I mean, you really are going to have to hit him and drive him to the ground. That's exactly what he did. He just kind of wiggled out of it and kept going. Yeah, Catania has a little, uh, he has a good change of direction, a lot of burst of speed for him. They'll set it up with seven minutes and eight seconds to go in the opening quarter. First down and ten at the 42-yard line. The Panthers line up wide. They got Postal to the right. And now setting up in motion, the fake and the Ramsey. Luby's going to run it to the right and throw it to the right, complete to the 47-yard line. Evan Vollmer on the reception for the Panthers. Elder's offense looks like they're picking up kind of where they were last week. After that first play, get the little get the little fumble. But since then, they, they just moving the ball methodically. Uh, routes are looking open. Guys are running some pretty crisp stuff. So, I mean, Elder's offense, like we said, there's no question marks there. No, absolutely not. They rushed the ball well last week. They threw the ball this time, uh, getting some a lot of different uh, looks. And this time we'll have... Ramsey wide to the right side. Two wide receivers. Vollmer goes for a third to the right side. Luby shotgun, second and ten from the 42, and is incomplete as that pass was knocked down. They set up there. That was knocked down by John Parker, the outside linebacker. Tonight's game is brought to you by Underground Sports uh, Shops. Is your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated? Well, give us 
Sean Mesa, the Underground Sports Shops, a call. You can call them at 513-751-1662 or visit them at undergroundsportshops.com. Underground Sports Shop, the official provider to the Prep Sports Radio Network. 646 remaining here in the opening quarter. Two wide receivers for the right now. Three to the right side. One to the left. Shotgun for Luby on a third and ten. Setting up now Luby the throw. It is complete to Royer at the 45. He's that out at the, about the 42-yard line of Indianapolis Cathedral. And a first down for the Panthers. Yeah, finally able to be tackled on that play by McCullough. He just got down and got low, but Royer across the middle. Able to get a, a nice route, nice catch. Yeah. Again, Joe Royer, whether it's man coverage or you you know got a zone on him, there's not going to be anybody that's really going to be able to challenge him sidewise. So if he gets a good ball from Luby, uh, it's going to be a catch every time. First down at 10. They mark it at the 42. Three wide to the right side. Shotgun for Luby. He's got Catania to his right. Gives it to Catania up the middle. And Catania is going to get back to the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be about it. So not much doing there. For 30 years, Prep Sports Radio has been around. Cooper Electric has been the proud sponsor the entire time. Reliable courtesy and quality is a hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrade to your home or business for efficient LEDs or elaborate changes or remodels. Contact Cooper Electric President Elder Grad Greg Highland at 513-271-5000. to play here in the opening quarter. The clock continues to run with a second and 11 at the 43. They go Royer to the right side and setting up now two wide receivers off to the left. Looking to throw to the right. Complete to Ramsey. Ramsey's across the 40 inside to about the 38-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be third down coming up for the Panthers. It's the first we've really seen the Panther offense kind of stumble. They get that run by by Catania that didn't really pick up anything because it really, I mean, the middle of the line kind of collapsed on itself. And then there, not a lot of options downfield. But the Panthers here, I mean, they got two downs to pick this up, I think. They'll set up a third and six at the 38-yard line. Five minutes and five seconds remain in the first quarter. Two wide to the left and now three to the right. They go in motion and setting up is Matthew Luby. Back at his 45. Goes to the left side to throw. It is incomplete. And that was intended for Dakota Postal. And that'll be a fourth down coming up for the Panthers. Right in his hand. Just came out on when he was hit. Not able to make a play and pick it up. So the Panthers will have to punt this one away. It'll be Connor Amen. He'll set up back at his 47-yard line. And they'll set up the punt returners. Usually it'll be Mario McCullough or Shiloh Means. We'll set up at Shiloh Means, who's back at his 10-yard line for Cathedral. 4.54 remaining on this fourth down and six at the 38 and Amon's going to kick this one. It's going to go to the corner. It's going to bounce at the five and inside the corner to the one. Let's see where they mark it. It drilled the pylon. And is that at the one-yard line? Yep. They're They're going to mark it. They're going to mark it at the one. What a tremendous kick by Connor Amon. That's that's coffin corner. I mean, that that was just direct. Uh, It took out the pylon. I put it one bounce is where it is. I mean, and they're really the way that this official's marking it down here to my left. The nose of that football is going to be, I mean, there's probably barely any daylight between that football and the goal line. So Cathedral, no room for error here, right in front of the cheering section. Elders defense hopefully can come up with something big. First down at 10 at their own one-yard line. 4.47 to play here in the opening quarter. Edwards will be in his end zone in the shotgun formation. He's got Hall off to his 
right side. One wide receiver to the right. Shotgun formation looking. He gives it to Hall up the middle, and Hall gets out of the end zone to the five-yard line. And before he's tackled by the Panthers, number 20, and that's Austin Wenderstruck. Yeah, Austin Wenderstruck gets up, makes the tackle. Sanders kind of got there first and redirected him to the middle, uh, but they get the the ball out a little bit more comfortable here on the six, but still room for the Panthers to come up with a big play. Second down at six. Actually, second down and five the ball at the six-yard line. They set up now off to the right side with one wide, and now looking to give Hall again, and he's going to be tackled back and into the end zone. Let's see. No, they're not going to get a safety. He's going to be back at the one, I believe. Yeah, they're going to well, they're going to mark the – you know how I feel forward. about forward progress, yeah. Lynn. They're going, to, they're going to mark him at the two, uh, but he – he got blown back pretty quick. He didn't, he didn't get much further. Uh, he was probably, when he finally went down, he was still fighting at the two-yard line. It was line. Connor Keyes and company on that. Yeah. And the Panthers get a big stop there. So it's third down and eight. Now the ball spotted, as you mentioned, at the two-yard line. Two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right side. He's got Jordan Thomas, who had a big game last week, sets up shotgun formation on this third and eight with 3.33 remaining and no score. Edwards in the end zone, looking, steps out of the end zone, throws the football down the field. It is incomplete, intended for Jordan Thomas. It'll be fourth down coming up for Cathedral. So not much doing on the offense, and now they've got to pump this football away. Now, they've got a good kicker, but it's tough to kick the ball when you're going to be in your own end zone. You're in your own end zone. It's a lot lot different. Joe Royer provided great pressure on that play. In fact, I think the quarterback thought he was going to run, and he looked into the lane and saw Royer and then Bartley Thomas in coverage downfield for the Panthers. So look for Elder. But at the same time here, they might, what they saw on film, might be able to get to him quick. Last time he's got his heels almost on a goal line. So let's see what the Panthers got. Yeah, you got to watch his feet too. Elder, it's at the one-yard line of the end zone. And now he shanks it off to the right. And it is elder football inside the 15-yard line. I don't see where they finally mark it, but they're going to have a... He's walking up. He's walking up. I think they might even give him... Let's see. They're going to give him at about the six, right? He walked it up to the six. (laughs) He did. That was a... That That was better forward progress, Phil. And that's good pressure. They Good pressure. They saw earlier on the first punt, a little slow to get the ball back, so the elder elder went up, and that's what you talked about. No matter what type of punt, we saw it last week in Hannah Lincoln. They got a little bit of pressure, and they had one go off the side of the foot wrong. It was a short kick. And then the next punt, he boomed the heck out of the ball. And that's, you know, that, that can happen in these situations. So elder take advantage of it here before the end of the first quarter. 319 remaining. The Elder Panthers have a football first and goal at their at the six-yard line. Royer to the right, two wide to the left. Setting up postal goes in motion. And now it's Ramsey, the quarterback, this time. Ramsey is going to take it. He's going to run to the right. Ramsey into the end zone. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. Six-nothing pending. That was easy. That was an easy one. I mean, Ed. He hit the defense uh, just on the sideline. They come right back out on the field. Nelder got a hat on a hat. Ramsey bounced it out just right. Perfect score for the Panthers. 3-14 remaining in the first quarter. And it's Drew Ramsey on a six-yard touchdown run. Gives the Panthers a 6-0 lead. Thayman will hold. Harmeyer will try to add the extra point here at the pit to make it 7-0. Here comes the snap. The hole, the right-footed kicker, it is up, and this one is good. So with 3.13 remaining in the opening quarter, it's the Elder Panthers 7, Indianapolis Cathedral fighting Irish nothing on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
Sit here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal back at the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at the pit at Elder High School. A six-yard touchdown run by Drew Ramsey. And with 3-13 remaining, the Panthers have a 7-0 lead. And we'll set up with Connor Amon, who's done a good job. Corner led to the six-yard touchdown run. He marked because the back Cathedral had to punt it away, and they wound up a bad punt, and it was a six-yard punt from the end zone. So we'll set up Amon now from right to left for the Panthers. Back deep is Camden, number four. And he's going to let it go to the end zone and catches it, but uh, it'll start the at the 20-yard line. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Cincinnati Cyclones. Now, the last season, Cyclones' new head coach, Matt Thomas, had his team total the highest points for any Cyclone team in history. The Cyclones' aggressive and fast style of play will have you sitting on the edge of your seat. I know it's warm, but season tickets are, single-game tickets are on sale now. You can view the schedule at CyclonesHockey.com. Cyclones Hockey, it's more than just a game. First and 10 at the 20-yard line for Indianapolis Cathedral. Oren Edwards at quarterback. They'll set up with two wide receivers off to the left and one to the right side, going from left to right. Panthers have that 7-0 lead. Edwards shotgun looking. And now he's going to run it himself across the 20-25, and he's out to the 29-yard line. So a gain of nine on first down for Oren Edwards. It's a big gain there for him with three minutes remaining. Here in the opening quarter, a delayed start tonight. Cathedral didn't get here till about 6:45, after a four-hour tour from Indianapolis. So, not the kind of tour you want. Normally, about an hour and 45 minutes. Second down at two. The ball spotted at the 28. Two wide to the left side. One to the right. Edwards shotgun keeps it himself, looking to throw. Steps up right side, throwing and looking and incomplete. He had Jordan Thomas, but he overthrew him on his right shoulder. If you're feeling good and hungry, then well, then you know it's skyline time. There's no better West Side tradition than skyline chili before and after the game. Skyline chili on Delhi Pike and Harrison Avenue and Dent or Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. The Panthers going to get hit with a roughing the passer penalty here, uh, so. Cathedral's going to pick up that first down. You know, just one of those things, you just got to be smart when you're around a quarterback. And when he gets rid of that football, if you're not right there, you, know, you can't take two, three steps and, and finish out your, your aggression. You can go past like it's a scrimmage uh, in, in that regard. So that penalty's going to cost the Panthers and get Cathedral almost up to the 45. First and 10 at the 43 for Cathedral. As you mentioned, two and a half to go first quarter. One wide to the left side and one to the right. Shotgun for Edwards. Looking. Gives it to Hall up the middle. The 45 to the 50 and steps up to the 45-yard line. That was actually running back number 30, Jake Langdon. And he's the fullback stepping up to the Elder Panther 46-yard line. 
Austin Wanstrott, good job of getting to the spot, but then doesn't finish the play on the tackle, just kind of goes off. That's, you know, he, he had a big tackle earlier. Tommy Thayman able to clean it up for the Panthers. Hopefully Wanstrott, you know, he's getting there. Go ahead and fi- finish the play. Two wide to the left side, one to the right. First and ten at the 46 for Cathedral. Edwards, the give up the middle again, this time Langdon. Langdon across the 35, and he's out to the Elder Panther 34-yard line on a first down as Langdon getting some good uh, pressure up the middle. He was able to move the football. Big push, big push up front for Cathedral following behind uh, Ryan uh, Biritic, uh six foot one, two hundred twenty pound left guard. But I mean, he was moving guys up there like it's that well, not two twenty, that was three twenty. He's, you know, I mean, he's, he's got the big center two hole more than Parsons. Yeah, but he was the one yeah. he got locked on. He did a great job. First and ten at the thirty four for Cathedral, setting up with two wide to the right with a minute thirty five to go. The Panthers on top, seven to nothing. Edwards shotgun. To his right is Langdon, the fake to Langdon, the quarterback keeper, 35, and he's out to the 31-yard line, a gain of three. Tommy Thayman on the tackle for the Panthers. Right now, Elder's defense trying to gather themselves, and Cathedral's offense is starting to roll. They got their sea legs underneath them from that bus ride right now. Elder's defense, though, needs to get a push back up front. They're losing the battle in the trenches. Second and seven from the 31, a minute three to remaining in the first quarter. Panthers on top, 7-0. Cathedral moving. Two wide receivers to the left side. Shotgun. They go in motion. The, the give to around. It's across the 30. And he's going to be out at about the 28-yard line. And Camden Jordan on the carry for Cathedral. Sanders making the tackle for the Panthers. Uh, getting a little bit of pressure up there. Also, Joe Royer, again, he's kind of always around in the backfield getting some push. So, Panthers finally... Get a little stop here, that steamroller that Cathedral had, but still a very makeable, manageable third down. It'll be third and five. The ball spotted at the Elder Panther 29. Two wide receivers off to the left side for Cathedral. Edwards shotgun formation. Langdon to his left. Number 30 for Cathedral. Shotgun again. And Edwards, the give to Langdon up the middle. Langdon going to cross inside the 25 to about the 21-yard line. A gain of eight on third down and another first down. Langdon doesn't want to go down. He just keeps moving. Yeah, it's all about pad level. He's low, he's low man right now. Low man's going to win. Elder's coming in way too high. He's able to get through a lot of these tackles. And with five seconds, that will play of the first quarter. So the end of the first quarter of play, the Elder Panthers 7, Indianapolis Cathedral nothing. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita 
broadcast booth. Lund Harvey, Phil Bengal. We are starting the second quarter. The Panthers leading it 7-0. We have a first and 10 at the Elder Panther 23-yard line. Cathedral's been able to move the football pretty well here. Two wide receivers off to the left side and one to the right side on this first and 10 from the 23. Edwards, the quarterback, this time going from right to left. They go in motion now with two wide to the left side. The quarterback's going to keep it this time inside the 20, and he's at the 19-yard line where they'll mark it with a four-yard gain. We are joined in the in the booth by campus minister, minister and I, I don't want to put it out, Kovacic. Is that, is that good? That's pretty good, yeah. Not, not bad, right? Not bad at all. So we want to talk a little bit about the Catholic identity here at Elder, and Masses is one, right? Yeah. Um, we uh, obviously have great support from our priests. Um, a lot of alums are priests who love to come here and say Mass for us. And uh, a lot of guys, we have guys who get involved and lead the Masses. So it's all about student involvement as far as our spiritual life here at the school. Definitely setting up a second and five. Now setting up to the right. They go left side Langdon. Langdon going to carry inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. It'll be third down coming up. Also, uh, we talk about uh, retreats is another another example, right? Oh, absolutely. So this year um, we started an overnight junior retreat, our junior service. But we have such a great history of service here at uh, Elder. In the spring, we have the Mark Klusman Day of Service to Honor Mark and what he did. And so uh, this year, instead of the juniors doing a day, the whole school does has been doing a day for the last three years. So the juniors now are uh, going up to Bergamo and Dayton for an overnight. We'll set up now with a third down and five at the 18-yard line. Cathedral moving in here with its, with setting up Edwards to throw. It is complete to the big tight end, the freshman across the 12-yard line, number 86, Brandon Wooten. And... They will set that football up at about the 12-yard line, so that should be enough for a first down. So real quick, what's great about retreats is the students just come back, and, and then they want to get involved, and they want to lead retreats. So they're leading each other, which is really cool. It's not just the adults in the building. And we're joined by Campus Minister Al Kovacic uh, for, the Elder, for Elder High School, and we'll set up now with a first and 10 at the 12-yard line. So the Panthers setting up now. Going to right, the motion, the pitch to the right side is setting up Jordan inside the 10. He's about the 7-yard line, and it'll be a gain of 5. It'll be second down as they set up here. We'll wait a second. We're going to look here uh, as we got the drive now down to about the 5-yard line, so it'll be a second down and 4 for Indianapolis Cathedral. The Panthers have a 7-0 lead with 9.45 remaining. Here in the second quarter, big drive for Cathedral. They've been able to move the football at will here. Setting up now with two wide receivers off to the left side. Edwards shotgun formation. The give fake to Langdon goes to the right side. to the five. Touchdown, Indianapolis Cathedral. And Edwards, the quarterback keeper, runs it in from six yards away. And it's 7-6 Panthers penning this extra point. Really, that, that whole drive... You know, for Cathedral, they just had the Panthers on, on skates. I mean, they were just pushing them back, kind of doing what they wanted to do with them up front. Elder did not really control the line of scrimmage, and when Elder needed to, they couldn't get big stops. And all the day will set up now to kick the extra point with 9.26 remaining. Here comes the snap and the hold. The kick is up with the right foot, and this one is good. So with 9.26 remaining in the second quarter, we are all tied up at 7 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. 
And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Uh, we are joined here at Elder High School. Lynn Harvey, I am joined by Al Kovacic, campus minister for Elder. We've uh, had him on, and we're talking more about the Catholic identity of Elder. And uh, one thing would be communion services as well. That's right, yeah. We have daily communion services for our students. Um, I'd say at least 50 guys a day are coming. They are actually taking time out of their lunch, if you believe that. Wow. They miss about 10 minutes, and, you know, for a guy to give up 10 minutes of his lunch time to come and, uh, and receive communion is huge. Yeah, that is. And, and we'll get to other other questions after after this break. We'll talk a little bit more about the history and tradition of service at Elder. But right now it is 7-7, 9-26 remaining. And Alderdang will look to kick off from right to left. The Panthers will set up to receive this kick, and it's going to be a short kick. It's going to bounce, and the Panthers, let's see, they're going to fall on it at the 20. And the Panthers will get it. Jack, Jacob, it looks like Jack Tucker recovered the football about the 20-yard line, so we'll see where they uh, where they mark it. But the Panthers will have it. a tie game here at 7 when they get those things uh, situated. Good football game here, tied at Absolutely. 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pastor, are you enjoying the football game tonight? Oh, you know, this is a great atmosphere. I'm not an elder alum. Um, and where I went to high school, we did not have football, so this is just this is outstanding. Well, set up with Luby, shotgun formation, setting up a first and ten at the 22. Two wide receivers to the left side and one to the right. Here comes the shotgun. Here comes Luby, the fake to Catania. The throw is down the field. It is, it is almost intercepted. It's intercepted the other way. And Royer had it, lost it. But again, it is Shiloh Means on the interception for Indianapolis Cathedral. And that is not what Elder wanted on that one. Yeah, man, Royer trying to make a nice catch. Ball, he was a little bit ahead of that pass. Got his hands on it, tipped it up, but just couldn't reel it in. And the Cathedral makes a nice play, turn the ball over, get it, get it just uh, about at the 50. Yeah, big turnover uh, for the Panthers there. The first one of the season. Last week was a pretty clean game. And this week, uh, the turnover. Shiloh Means on the interception for Indianapolis Cathedral going from right to left. They'll set up a first down and 10 at their own 47-yard line. Two wide receivers now to the right side, one to the left side. And that's Cameron Jordan. The shotgun formation for Oren Edwards, who scored the touchdown for Cathedral on a six-yard touchdown run. Tied at seven with 9.15 remaining in the second quarter. The fake. Edwards throws the ball down the field. We're going to get a... Let's see if we get a flag here. We will get a flag on the Elder Panthers on that. And that was Bartley Thomas going to get called for pass interference. And they put it at the 30... We'll see where they where they mark that one. Again, I'm sorry, Pastor. Yeah, we're, we're... <laughs> it's not Pastor. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Campus Minister. I apologize. Yeah, yeah no, no problem. All right. Well, we're joined by Al Kovacic, who's the uh, Campus Minister of Elder High School. And when we get a second, we're going to talk a little bit about the history and division yeah, no of service yeah. uh, here. But the... And that definitely was... It was a pass interference. He got his hand on his hip, held him up. Remember, there is no uncatchable rule in high school football. 
They mark it at the 37-yard line. A first down at 10 for Cathedral at the 37. Two wide receivers to the right. Now setting up one to the left side. Looking as Edwards to throw to the right side. Incomplete. And that'll mark it. So we'll get a little bit of a break. And let's talk a little bit about the history and tradition of service at Elders. Yes, my predecessor, Roger Hour, um, just did an amazing job. making service a priority at Elder High School. Um, there's a house up here on Seton that uh, we've been working on, that he's been working on for years. It's going to be rehabbed and given away um, to, to Price Hill Will and, and to make our, our community better. We do Price Hill, we've done, He's done Price Hill cleanups. Just uh, a lot of great work here in the community. Yes, they do. Second down at 10 at the 37 for Cathedral. Two wide receivers to the right, two to the left side. Shotgun formation. Edwards, here comes the blitz. He moves to the right. He's, it looks like, throwing. He'll throw it at it from his 30. He throws it down the field. Incomplete. Intended for Nathan McCahill, but that'll be incomplete. It will bring up a, a third down coming up. And the last thing, to talk a bit about the new service requirement. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we had been working through our service, through our religion classes, and uh, this year we're uh, actually making it a requirement that every student has to do at least 15 hours, at minimum 15 hours. Uh, so have 60 by the time they graduate, but most of our students do way more. We had one, one guy, he did over 200 this summer wow. alone. So We'll come back after this play to explain a little bit more with third down at 10 at the 37. Two wide receivers to the right for Cathedral, one to the left side. Edwards shotgun looking looking left, throws it. It's complete across the 35, the 30, to the 25, the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Indianapolis Cathedral. Jordan Thomas on the left side, and just like that, it's Cathedral 13 and the Panthers 7. Just an easy wide receiver screen, and they got the hats, hats on everybody down the field. Blocking was there. The Panthers kind of came up, but just nobody able to get to him. He was able to just go down the field about 30 yards, make a nice, easy catch. So Elder's defense right now kind of in a little bit of a fog. After that turnover, they get the touchdown. It's 13-7 pending this extra point. Setting up now, Alderdang will look to add this extra point. With 8.43 remaining here in the second quarter, Panthers trailing in this one. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 8.43 remaining in the second quarter, it is Indianapolis Cathedral 14, the Elder Panthers 7 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. It's Len Harvey. It's Phil Bengal. We're also joined by Al Kovacic, campus minister. And you were talking about the change of requirement uh, for standardized graduation requirements. So why don't you yeah, finish mean, lot, that up? Uh, yeah, so it's just you can get involved here at Elder in so many different ways. And, and service is just one of them. And, and it's such a... It just shows how, how involved Elder is in the community to make Price Hill a better place. You know, one of the big things we do here is a toy drive in December where the students get involved. We collect toys and food and, and help feed families and, and make sure kids have a great Christmas. So, you know, we're just, I think what's great about Elder in, in my second year is just how involved we are in making Price Hill uh, and our community just a better place. And our students are at the heart of all of that. Well, thanks. We appreciate what you do. Uh, Al Kovacic, thanks so much for joining hey, us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for joining. We're back at 8.43 remaining here in the second quarter. The Panthers have a, uh, they're trailing 14-7. to seven. Here's an onside kick attempt, and it's going to go to the Elder Panthers' way. The Panthers get it. 
And they recover the football. Yeah, Dakota it looks Postal. Like Postal. Dakota Postal yeah. on the recovery for the Panthers. And a lot of action in this one. A 37-yard touchdown. Jordan Thomas made it 14-7. to uh, Edwards had a six-yard touchdown run to tie the game at seven. And with 8.43 remaining here in the second quarter, it has been kind of a change in events here for Cathedral. They have really taken over. Right. And that last drive only 32 seconds. Three plays, 53 yards. Uh, for the Cathedral. So they got on the board quick, and then they try to go right back, get the ball on that onside kick. Setting up a first and ten for the Panthers at the 48. The give to Catania. It's at the 50. He's going to go to about the 46-yard line, a gain of about eight on that one. So we'll see where they mark the football. But Joseph Catania gets a little bit of a run for the Panthers, trying to get something positive after the turnover. Uh, Of course, it wasn't anybody's fault. It, It bounced in Royer's hands. And Shiloh got the interception. You know, it happens sometimes. You just got to get your legs back underneath you. So Elder's offense gets a nice run, pick up uh, pick up positive yards, build that confidence back up. Setting up a second and four. They'll move it at the 46-yard line. They go uh, with Ramsey in motion. Now they'll give to Ramsey the pitch up the middle, and Ramsey gets to the 44-yard line. A gain of only two. It'll be third down coming up as Drew Ramsey on that little pitch from Luby. Just nothing, nothing really doing there. Almost trying to, you know, look, make it look like a shovel pass kind of idea up the middle. Cathedral able to put it a stop now. We're looking at a third and three. You know, we saw Connor Amon could, could kick the ball now. Uh, the, the flag is is blowing at us, so a punt in that direction might be a little bit tougher, but the wind has kind of been circulating through the pit. So hopefully the Panthers can get that big offensive line up front, just pick up these three yards. 7.25 remaining here in the second quarter. 14-7 now. Cathedral with the lead. Luby stepping back in the pocket. Throws to the right side. Is complete to Royer at the 35, 30, and he's at the 28-yard line. A first down, and Joe Royer is like 7-11. He's always open. <laughs> hey, he runs a great route. Gets a, gets a nice uh, throw by Luby. Makes just an easy catch. So they do pick up that three, put them into a little bit of a better spot here. And two, the other thing we're looking at, you know, I'm always paying it seven minutes ago. You know, Panthers still sitting on three timeouts. You know, so they got plenty of time to work here. They're uncomfortable about something. No need to rush it. Setting up now for the Panthers. It's first and 10 at the 29-yard line. Luby going to run it across the right side, and he gets to about the 25, a gain of four on that one as Matthew Luby on the carry with 6.40 remaining here in the second quarter, 14-7 Cathedral. We'll go back to that interception. The way Elder's offense is, they're going to have to have a short memory this year because if they're going to you know, be as, as productive as they can be, they're going to throw the ball around. Guys are going to get some interceptions. There's going to be some fumbles. You just get short memory, move on to the next thing, and Joe Royer, Matthew Luby so far seemed like that, that's been the case. Luby so far 5 of 9 for 49 yards. Uh, Ramsey, Drew Ramsey with 2 carries for 14 yards. And Joe Royer, 3 receptions for 42 yards for the Panthers. Second and 7 from the 26-yard line. Setting up now, looking to throw is Luby. Left side. Now he's going to roll to the left inside the 30 to 25, 20, 15. He's got some room, and he's going to bounce out of bounds at the 12-yard line. So a gain of a dozen or 14, rather, for Drew, uh, for Luby. Everybody was covered. He was looking for Volmer down the field, but couldn't get him open. But then he realized that the linebacker kind of started to sneak in like he was going to try to blitz a gap and just go ahead and get the ball down the field. 5.58 remaining here in the second quarter. 14-7, Cathedral on top. little delayed start here. Uh, the game didn't start till 10-8. Uh, so we got a lot of catching up to do. First down at 10 at the 12-yard line. 
for the Panthers. They'll line up with two wide receivers off to the right side. They line up Luby now to the right side as a wide receiver. Ramsey in the shotgun for the Panthers. Ramsey looking. He's going to run it inside the 10. He gets to about the 9-yard line. A gain of about 3 for Drew Ramsey for the Panthers as the clock continues to run with 5.47 remaining. Quentin Cannon with the cleanup for Cathedral. Ramsey got to a spot and really couldn't pick up much more. Cannon was right on the spot. But the Panthers in familiar territory here, sitting on the 10-yard line. Uh, you know, pretty confident we can get the ball in the end zone. 5-27 and counting. Panthers have the football, a second down and eight at the 10-yard line, trailing 14-7 to in this one at the pit. From left to right they go. Postal to the left side along with Volmer left side. Two to the right with Ramsey to the right. Setting up Luby. We're going to look. He's going to run it himself. Inside the 10 to the 5. Touchdown! 10 yards! Elder Panthers, Matthew Luby. And we got a 14-13 game. That's easy. Pocket starts to collapse on you from the outside, but the line had formed a pretty good pocket uh, and able to, to get Luby some protection and then all of a sudden just open up in the middle. He picks up a touchdown, kind of like what happened on that Volmer run. Yeah. Four, he's looking for Volmer, able to you know pick up some yards as everybody's got their head turned. Thayman will hold it. Harmeyer will try to add this extra point to tie this one up. 5.05 remaining here in the second quarter. Here comes the snap. Thayman to hold. The kick is up, and this one is good. So with 5.05 remaining in quarter number two, it's Elder 14, Indianapolis Cathedral 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. It's Len Harvey, Phil Bengal. We are at Elder High School at the pit tonight. We have a good one here. Don't go anywhere. 14-14 is your score in the second quarter with 5.05 remaining. It's been an offensive uh, back and forth. Drew, Drew Ramsey had a six-yard touchdown run of the first quarter with 3.14 to go, giving Elder a 7-0 lead. Edwards scored on a six-yard touchdown run of the second quarter for Cathedral to make it 7-7. Then a 37-yard touchdown pass to Jordan uh, and they set up to Jordan Thomas. That was a 14-7 lead for Indianapolis Cathedral. And then Matthew Luby with a 10-yard touchdown run to tie things up. That's where we stand. Connor Amen will kick off from left to right. They line up back deep. Is Cameron Jordan and company for Cathedral. And Jordan will look to return this one at his own one. He's across the 10 to the 15. He's out and hit at the 19 to the 20. He's out to the 25-yard line where he's finally brought down by Bartley Thomas for the Elder Panthers. A lot of guys got to him, just kind of try to throw a shoulder, take him down. It's not going to work. You get drive those hips through, get to that spot, tie him up, let other guys come in and clean it up. But right now, looking at total yards, I mean, Cathedral, 136 total yards, Panthers 105, so not, not a whole bunch. Uh, it's not the numbers that Elder was putting up last week, you know, but right now, I mean, the 14-14 game still pretty even. 
4.55 remaining. Cathedral from right to left they go. First and 10 at their own 26-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side. They give up the middle, and they got Hill, and he's in the backfield. He's going to be sacked back at about the 17-yard line. The Panthers getting it. Austin Wanstrat gets the uh, part of the tackle, and they bring him back. Let's see where they mark it. Yeah, Galen Mitchell gets up in there and gets a big tackle on that play. Uh, you know, Defense really responding right now after that. The last two series where they seem to be owned, I think, you know, on the sidelines, they saw the coaches talking to them, players talking amongst themselves. So hopefully it's a little bit of a different identity on this drive. They lose eight on the play. Second and 18 now from the 18. 4.15 remaining in the second quarter. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right side. Edwards calling out a play, setting up Wooten now in motion, the tight end. Shotgun looking, Edwards throws complete to the left side, and it's complete outside, but gets to the 19-yard line. Cameron Jordan, that not much doing there. If he got a yard, that's about it. Yeah, Javarius Richardson, JV, gets up there, makes a nice tackle. Again, another thing that the defensive backs have done this year when they've had the opportunity is they've made good tackles on the edge. Uh, Sandus last week, and we've seen it now a couple of times, especially with Richardson right there, but they've done a good job of containing 3.38 and counting. The Panthers and Cathedral tied at 14. Third down and 17 now for Cathedral. Back at their 19. Three wide receivers to the left side. One to the right. Edwards gets the shotgun snap looking to throw. Down the field. Incomplete. Well overthrown. His intended receiver there. And that was number 86, the freshman tight end, Brandon Wooten. He is six foot four freshman there. And he got hit by a host of guys. He's kind of a little slow coming off the field, but Cathedral's definitely, you're going to punt here. A little slow getting on the field. Don't want to, it, you know, clock stops. They don't want to really rush for game clock issues. Uh, Panthers getting up. Tommy Thames is going to be back to receive. Just updating some scores. St. X leading Coleraine at the half, 21-7. to LaSalle is now leading Mason, 17 to nothing in that game. 321 remaining here, fourth and 17 at the 19-yard line. Alderding back at his five. Thamen back at his 48. Alderding looks, and it's a right side kick. It's going to go to the middle of the field now, and, and it's a fair catch at the 50-yard line for the Panthers, and that's where the, tonight's game brought to you by Hoding Realtors. They're proud to bring you elders of Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call one of these elder grads and Hoding team members, Brian Baisley, Steve Florian, Rick Hoding, Doug Rolfus, Mike Rolfus, or Mike Wright. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs at 451-4800 or visit them on the web at Hoding.com. Elder Panther football, first and 10 at the 50-yard line, 316 remaining. We are tied at 14 here in the second quarter. Cooper Johnson now in at fullback or at running back for the Panthers. Two wide receivers off to the right. They set up, they go in motion with Larkins. Now the give to Cooper Johnson inside the 50, goes to the 45, to the 43-yard line. A gain of seven for Cooper Johnson on first down. Cooper Johnson is bouncing off. Tackles like a pinball, and the Panthers going to go to the line quick. They'll run a little two-minute. Three minutes remaining. Set up one wide to the left, and Joe Royer two to the right side. Luby quarterback to give to Johnson. Johnson again with the carry. Gets to about the 42-yard line. A gain of two. It'll be third down coming up. And two with 2.48 to go in this one. Tied at 14. Panthers trying to get a score before the half to take the lead. Yeah, taking a little bit of time here. So last time, you know, they weren't really getting in that hurry up. I thought maybe they, they try to do and, and catch Cathedral napping. 
225 now. Left here in the second quarter. Three wide receivers off to the left side. Luby shotgun formation. They go in motion with Larkins. He's off to the right side. A little movement on the line. They did not call it, though. Drew And now Luby sets up a third and two at the 42. Shotgun give now to Cooper Johnson. Johnson gets back to about the 40-yard line. And I don't know. They, they might mark him a little bit short, Phil. Yeah, I think he's going to be about a yard short. Didn't get there. Tried to reach at the end. So the Panthers think about what they want to do. And uh, I mean, I think right now you know, Drew Ramsey's going to head out there. Uh, I think they're going to go for it. Well, no, Drew's going to stay out on the sideline. But, I mean, with the Panthers, with the horses they got up front, there's no reason they can't pick this up. I mean, the way they're marking it, I mean, this is like this is like fourth and a Snickers bar. Fourth, and a, I like that. And if you're hungry, that's a good thing. Fourth and a Snickers bar. Fourth and one at the 41. One wide receiver to the left side. Luby, shotgun. Luby, the give to Johnson. He gets 20 inside the 35 to the 33-yard line. A first down, eight yards on the play. And that's it, just like you said, Phil. He got more than a Snickers. He yeah. got maybe a, a Milky Way as well. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that should have been an easy one. I mean, you got the guys you got up front. You know, they should be able to get a good push. And then you, you almost fall forward and pick that up. A minute 20 to go here in the second quarter. The Panthers have a first and 10 at the Cathedral, 34-yard line. Postal to the left side. Two wide receivers to the right side. They go set up now. Luby rolling to the right. Luby looking to throw. He's got complete to Ramsey at the 20, to the 15, and he gets out at the 14-yard line. Still in the field of play with a minute one to play, but it looks like they'll get a timeout there. We'll keep it well, here. The, the, the clock will stop. They're okay. not going to have to use one here. Okay. Um, you know, they're going to go sit with it when it rolls. They're happy with with it here. I think they can run a play. Remember, we said they still got three. So they get this one in quick, run a play, burn a timeout if you have to. But Ramsey with a good catch, stays you know stays in bounds, gets up the field. Don't worry about getting out and ball right now. 45 seconds as the clock ticks. Two wide receivers now, three with Vollmer to the left side. Luby, shotgun formation on a first and 10 at the 15. The throw is complete to Royer at the 10. And Royer looking for more to the 5. He's going to go in. Touchdown, 15 yards. And Royer ran most of it in himself. 15-yard touchdown catch by Joe Royer. You got to wrap him up. Joe just kept going. Make it what looked like was one of those ones where you're trying to say, like, get down, get down. We need to stop the clock. But, no, Royer just kept the ball, great control on the football, and was able to just continue to bounce off guys who were trying to put a shoulder into him. Joe Royer with the big play, 6'5", 225 pounds, showing what he's worth. 20-14 to Panthers on that touchdown by Royer. They look to add the extra point. Here comes the snap. Here comes the hole by Thayman. The right foot kick by Harmeyer is up and good. So with 29 ticks of the clock left here in the second quarter, the Panthers 21, Indianapolis Cathedral 14. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at the pit at Elder High School. It's been an exciting one. The Panthers just scored a 15-yard touchdown catch. Joe Royer from Matthew Luby to make it 21-14. to 14 points after the Panthers were down 14-7. to Just quick turnaround. You know, that last drive for the Panthers, six plays, 50 yards. 
2 minutes and 47 seconds. So leaving Cathedral, 29 seconds on the clock. Uh, they still looking at three timeouts. So good return here, and you might see them try to take a shot or two. Connor Amon will kick off, setting up from left to right, and it's just going to be a bouncing kick at the 15. And to the 10, it picked up at the upback at the 15-yard line to the 20, and he gets to about the 25-yard line. That was actually Cameron Jordan did get the get the uh, pick up there. So Cathedral will have a shot at their own 25-yard line with 23 seconds. Rem- yeah, we'll see what they want to do. I mean, you know, you might see what you get on first down and, and then play with it from there because if you don't get anything on first, you might decide just to let it run out or, or take a knee and go into the half. Um, and, and just so we'll, we'll know pretty quickly here. Well, Edwards will line up shotgun. They've got one wide to the left side. They've got two to the left with 23 on a first and 10 at the 27-yard line. And now the give to the up back to the right side is Hill across the 35. And he's taken right there at the 35-yard line. Setting up now as Marco Sabato made the tackle for the Panthers with eight seconds. And I don't think they're going to be able to get much off here. Yeah, they're, got... they're not looking to run a play. Coaches are going to take it into the half. Well, we are getting ready for halftime as the Panthers with the big lead, uh, the lead of seven anyway, 21 to to 14. Panthers get two touchdowns after lo- uh, taking uh, the lead there. And we'll come back with the Caldwell Banker Westshell halftime report with the guys, Mark Bengal, Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Hoding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your West Side full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, Altiora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet from our family to yours. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. 
For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. I'm Father Ryan Mayer, one of the Vicars General of the Diocese of Covington. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. Well, that was an action-packed first half. The Elder Panthers up top of Cathedral 21-14 at the half is the Elder Marching Band in the background is uh, playing their halftime show, guys. And uh, uh, if uh, things got off to a little bit of a late start, uh, things uh, got fired up quickly on on the field. Oh, they really did. <clears throat> Excuse me. And... Uh, both teams kind of wide open, Mark. We didn't know at the beginning of the game uh, what Cathedral was going to do. Uh, in past years, we all talked about their running game and the, uh, how effective they were running the ball. But last week here at St. Xavier when they played Bowler, they, they opened it up and threw the ball a lot. That's exactly what their MO was in the first half. Uh, Indianapolis Cathedral threw the ball just as much as they ran it. And a couple times, Phil mentioned that uh, the elder defense were on their heels a little bit. But but I think, Mark, that the keys to the first half, and I know I'm probably jumping a gun a little bit, but I think it was the special teams, specifically for the elder Panthers. Uh, Connor Raymond with that uh, angled punt that got out at the one-inch line. Uh, elder held on defense for three downs. And Cathedral's punting out of their own end zone, and it was a three- or four-yard punt, so... Elder had a real short field, which they took advantage of. And then the interesting thing, too, of Mark is Indianapolis Cathedral, after both touchdowns, uh, they did a squib kick and then they did an onside kick, right, right. which was odd, I thought. But they tried to maybe surprise the Panthers. But either both times, I should say, Elder covered the ball up and had halfway decent field position. And then, you know, when you look at the stats and you're going to see a turnover that Matthew Luby threw an interception, but it really was a ball that was catchable. Uh, Joe Royer just had a hard time converting it, turning it around, and the ball popped up into the air uh, once. It went up in the air twice, a little out of its reach, and then right into the cathedral player's arm. So it was one of those odd, fluky things that happened and turned around, and, and of course, cathedral had that... uh, you know, uh, wide receiver screen, and they scored a touchdown yeah. right after that. But uh, it was uh, one of those back-and-forth first halves, if you like exciting football, you're getting it right here. This should be a barn burner in the second uh, half. Yeah, it really should. And uh, it's interesting that you said officially there's going to be one turnover and a half, and it was Joe Royer uh, with that tip ball like you just mentioned. But I almost consider the, the punt that Connor Raymond did as a turnover for the Panthers as well, giving them the short field. But all in all, Mark, for as wide open as the Elder Panthers played in that first half, uh, they look pretty good on the offense. Well, we're looking at halftime score here where the Elder Panthers are up 21 
to 14 over the Fighting Irish of Cathedral uh, out of Indianapolis, Indiana. We're going to take our, uh, well, Steve, I don't know, let's, if you have some scores, let's go to you before we go uh, take a break here. Let's well, since there's a late start to this game, um, I have a plethora of scores. Uh, good thing Sprint is not one of our sponsors. I've had a difficult time watching Tom yanking things in on Verizon and uh, me just watching the little dial uh, spin. Uh, <laughs> Verizon may have a new customer come Monday. I'll tell you what. But anyway, in the Southern Buckeye Conference, they play one game tonight, New Richmond and Bethel Tate. Uh, uh, match wits tonight. The Lions are up right now over Bethel Tate, 20-14. to 14. Other non-league action throughout Ohio. It's Walnut Hills 13, Aiken nothing. Hamilton 21, Anderson 14. Lakota West big over Centerville right now, 23 to nothing. Avon Lake over Clinton Massey, 17 to 7. Mount Healthy is down to Coldwater, 14 to nothing. It is Milford over Dunbar, 20 to 7. Fairfield 7, Springfield nothing. Gamble Montessori losing to, to Batesville, 7 to nothing. Uh, Lakota East 14, Kettering Fairmount nothing. New Miami 27, Landmark Christian nothing. LaSalle over Mason tonight, 24 to zip. Little Miami 20, Western Brown 6. Moeller down to Louisville Trinity right now, 24 to nothing. It's Roger Bacon 28, Newport Catholic, Central Catholic nothing. Bishop Fenwick 61 to Norwood nothing. Wow. Xavier 21 with Colerain working on a comeback. Colerain 13. They were down 21 to 7. Oak Hills losing to Simon Kenton 7 to 2 with uh, two men out in the third. It's like, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Springboro over Middletown right now 17 to 7. Sycamore and Kings are knotted at 17. It's Wyoming laying a big one on Taft tonight. The Senators are getting it big from the Cowboys, 70 to nothing. And that game is in a running clock. I don't know how you, you do that. 21 to 7, Blanchester over Taylor. Winton Woods, 36. West Claremont, a goose egg. Chaminade Julian, 49. Woodward, nothing. Tom? I was just going to say a quick aside. The quarterback for Wyoming just signed with the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. So he's going to be, it's Evan Prater. Remember that name, P-R-A-T-E-R. He turned down Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. He's staying at UC, staying home, going to UC. And his older brother, who was a freshman at Ohio State, transferred to UC. Pretty exciting stuff. That's, that is uh, great stuff. And before we take our time out. Oh, I got some oh, scores from sorry. south of the oh, I'll south board. I, I, I wasn't done. I just, Tom, <laughs> sorry had, had a poignant point that, that uh, we, we needed to get in there. In uh, northern Kentucky, Somerset over Beechwood, 20-7. to 7. Boone County and Lloyd Memorial are knotted at 14. Highlands big over Campbell County, 47 to nothing. Connor, 28. Dixie Height, 0. Lexington Catholic over Covington Catholic right now, 28-17. to 17. Cooper down to Ryle in a, a nail-biter, 7-6. to 6. It's Scott, 35. Holy Cross, 6. And Malmark, I'm done. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, we yeah, just want to remind folks. Yeah, we're, we're just going to get into that. We will be over at La Rosa's here in a little while, and joining us in the second uh, segment of the show will be Dave Allen, the great David Allen, who is the league club director, will be out 
uh, with us, uh, our special guest on the second segment of the show. Uh, we are happy to, I know tomorrow night here at the Fieldhouse, they will be having a kind of a tribute to him. Uh, Dan, uh, well, party uh, would be a big deal. Big deal. That's kind of what they're going on. There will be singing and music and a typical Dave Allen function. If you've ever been to any of that stuff, it's fun. I still think there are some tickets left, but I know it is going to be a packed house. So uh, uh, call Elder or stop by tomorrow to get, get involved. We'll find more about that, but uh, join us over at La Rosa's following game. Well, we're going to take a timeout. You're listening to the Colwell Banker West Shell Halftime Report. It is halftime here at the Pit at Elder. It is Elder 21, Cathedral 14. We'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, We can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. I am Father Larry Tharp, pastor of Sacred Heart in Fairfield. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. And we are back at the Pit at Elder. Uh, first half is in the books, and let's look at the books now with Tom Kennedy and run down the stats from the first half. Okay, Mark, we had Matthew Luby, excuse me, 7 for 11, uh, passing the ball for 83 yards, uh, one touchdown, and one pick. He's got a passer rating of 138.8. Uh, rushing, Matthew Luby, five five attempts, 34 yards, and a rushing touchdown, the long of 13 yards. Uh, Drew Ramsey, three rushes for 17 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Johnson, four rushes, 16 yards. And Joseph Catania, uh, two rushes for six yards. The receiving, Joe Royer. Looked like uh, he's going to fit right in with the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes next year. Uh, four receptions, 57 yards, and that 11-yard reception to end the first half. And Drew Ramsey, three receptions for 26 yards, and he had a long of 19. So overall, pretty good offensive numbers in the first half. Well, guys, uh, 
Well, see, let's look at you. Let's start on the, the cathedral side of the ball. They tried a lot of different things, especially with Tom brought up on the short kicks, the squib kicks. Uh, uh, they're, they're mixing it. They, they really like to show a lot of fronts. They want this game bad. Uh, yeah, I, I, they, they want this game. They're on the road. They lost in a close one last year, 39-34, and uh, they, they want some redemption. Second-year coach Bill Peebles out there, and, and they're pulling out all the stops. I think they need to get to basics in the second half. They need to control the clock. They need to score. Um, Gelder gets the ball first in the second half. They need to get a stop, get off the field, and just control clock, get a score, and uh, keep Elder's highly powerful offense off the field. Uh, And uh, I I think uh, they got a chance, but a lot of the trickery is is only going to get you so far. And, you know, I I think uh, now that Elder's looking for them to do something different, they've kind of uh, played that out. So I think in the second half you're going to look for just a a lot of smash-mouth football out of them, go back to what they do well. All right. Well, we'll find out here shortly. Second-half action with Phil the Thrill Bangle and Len Harvey will be coming up shortly. Once again, join us over at La Rosa's on Boudno. Following the game for Prep Sports Radio Game Night, we will be giving you scores, highlights from, well, not highlights, but our our musings on all the different scores from all over the area. A lot of uh, barometer games, guys, that uh, we're going to be watching. The big game, of course, St. X and Coleraine. That one is starting to knot up and get close. Looks like LaSalle is the real deal. Uh, two weeks in a row, uh, they, they're... A Division Two team handling the the GMC team very well, so a lot of big big scores coming up with a lot of down the road Harbin implication games that are on the table here tonight. So we'll be looking at that, and then some other scores that you don't think of. But there's the Ryle uh, uh, Cooper game tonight. Uh, that is a Ryle course a team Elder will be playing. That is uh, seven to six. Uh, Ryle is down right now. We'll be following all those games and trying to get you caught up uh, all throughout the area. Once again, if you're in the area and you want to give a big round of applause to Dave Allen, stop out and see us. Get a nice slice of pizza pie or Come whatever, out. and uh, see how the where the magic happens. That's right. Well, that's all the time we have here. It is the Coldwell Banker West Shell halftime report. Once again, the halftime score is uh, Elder 21 and Cathedral 14. We'll be back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace, and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed. 
guaranteed, has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita booth, the broadcast booth here at Elder High School at the pit. It's Len Harvey. It's Phil Bengal. We are still at halftime getting ready for the start of the second half. The Panthers with a 21-14 to lead. Uh, Elder scored their touchdown in the first quarter. It was Drew Ramsey, a six-yard touchdown run with 314 remaining. In the second quarter, uh, Edwards, the quarterback, a six-yard touchdown run for Cathedral. That made it 7-7. With 8.43 left in the second quarter after an interception, uh, it was a 37-yard touchdown pass from Edwards to Jordan Thomas, and that made it 14-7 to Cathedral. And then in the second quarter, late uh, it was Luby with a 10-yard touchdown run with 5.05 remaining to tie the game up at 14. And then a 15-yard touchdown catch. Most of the uh, it from Joe Royer running it in, but uh, Luby to Joe Royer made it 21-14 to with 29 seconds left in the first half, and that is how the first half ended, so Elder scored 14 in the second, 7 in the first, 14 for Cathedral, and that's where we are. 21-14, Phil. Very exciting first half. It took a while to get started, but when it started, it was great. Last time we were talking, it was 137 to 101 for the Panthers in total yards. You know, they were on the downside of it. Now Panthers up, you know, 155 total with uh, Cathedral sitting at 137. So, Elder had made a significant stride after their last drive in getting down the field. So Elder maybe kind of getting into a little bit of a rhythm uh, offensively. I think defensively, you know, one of the things that I like with Elder's defense is even though, you know, it looked like at times they were they were getting, losing the war in the trenches, their defensive backs have been doing a really good job of making tackles on the outside and also cleaning guys up, not letting guys really break big runs. So that, that helps in that regard. You know, if, if you're struggling in the defense backfield and up front, obviously we know that's going to be some problems. But I think Elder's defense backs have been doing a really good job of tackling, being really sound uh, uh, for the majority of the time, which has saved some of the big plays possibly by Cathedral. So the Panthers uh, come out of the locker room here. You know, everybody now we're back on evil, e- equal equal playing field. You know, it took them a while to get here. Now we're all here. We're all warmed up. We're all ready to go. Second half. Panthers got got up a score, but uh, you know I think Cathedral's still going to come firing out with, with trying to air that football out because that's really where they've been successful in the big games. You know it's a fun matchup too because like you said, offenses are are pretty equal when it comes to you know you look at Edwards on the other side of the quarterback does a great job. They've got some great receivers. Uh, we had talked about this. Uh, Mark had talked about it in the pregame show about how that uh, jo- Jordan Thomas in the Mueller game only had three catches, but. He was always open, and he looked and got the, the touchdown uh, for Cathedral. So lots of uh, activity. Jordan Thomas, Cameron Jordan, uh, and Brennan Wooten uh, got the start at tight end for them. He's a six foot four. They say he's still growing. Uh, only a freshman getting a start tonight. 
Yeah, and it's not bad. I mean, you got a freshman who can start play. You know, sometimes the biggest question always in that uh, department is going to be the physicality as far as, like, how do you react when you get hit, you know, at this level. And he's been doing a pretty good job tonight of reacting in, in a positive way. And just looking at the rundown, I mean, you can see the Panther Joe Royer, you know, 457. So Joe, Joe's been pretty productive tonight. In getting those big yards, those big catches, especially with that last run where he just kind of bounced off everybody, shows you really what a lot of people talking about Joe Royer coming this season. Obviously, an Ohio State, you know, commit, but that that right there shows you why so many people wanted him. I mean, he caught the football and then he's able to go get yards after catch, even in traffic. You know, that's something that you don't see a lot of tight ends who are agile enough and athletic enough, you know, to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Four catches, 57 yards. Matthew Luby, a good first half, 7 of 11 for 83 yards. He had the one touchdown, also the one interception, which went off Royer's hands into uh, Shiloh's hands, uh, Shiloh Means' uh, hands uh, for Cathedral. The, the only turnover in the first half um, for either time. Well, if you look at it, was kind of a turnover in the punt situation, but not a turnover. Uh, but that, uh, that punt of six yards led to an yeah. elder touchdown. Yeah, both teams have benefited from a flip of the field, you know, due to due to the other team's misfortune. And because of that, that's why we're at where we're at in this game, 21-14. We're in a spot where, where the Panthers are going to be able to, to see what they can do uh, uh, in the second half. I think the whole goal has got to be for the Panthers is, is get on the board, get on the board here, you know, turn this into a touchdown. Panthers will get this, the ball here in the second half. Jim Collins' auto body is approaching their 50th year in the business. They've achieved that milestone by providing reliable service you can trust. Turning your car back to pride and joy is what you can expect from Jim Collins' auto body, a proud sponsor of elder football tonight at the pit a gorgeous evening we're about probably still about 74 degrees or so and it is it is just a nice night a little breeze good night to sit on the back deck and listen to elder football right yeah i'm sure there's plenty of people taking that in but there's also a really good crowd here tonight i mean it's one of the things you know knock on wood last year we weren't really blessed with uh weather that was perfect for football so far we're starting out the season pretty nice uh, especially too. Normally, I'm used to one of our first home games where we're just getting beaten down by the sun. It's hot, right. so I enjoyed the late start. The sun was behind the visiting stands. The breeze was going. It was perfect weather. So the Panthers here looking to take this 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 kickoff. Drew Ramsey's going to be back there along with Path. Yeah, and both those guys, like we said, Dieters out tonight uh, from previous injury against Gahanna Lincoln. So some guys got to pick up his slack. And he'll set up the kicker. Christian Allerding will set up to kick it off from right to left. Cathedral in their road white jerseys. The elder in their home purple. It's taken at the up back at the 25. He's out to about the 30-yard line. 35, 40. He's out to the 45 before he's taken down at about the 49-yard line. And that was Zach. Zach getting a uh, yeah, play Zach, there. Zach, Zach Schlacker. Schlacker, yeah, Schlacker got it. Number 40 getting his uh, name announced and, and a great run to return. Yeah, just just took the football, protected it, put a shoulder in a guy who thought maybe, he, you know, kick it to an up back, he's going to go down quick. Not not the case. The Panthers are going to start off great field position on the 49. First and 10 for the Panthers. They lead it 21-14, to 14, start of the third quarter here. 11-51 remaining, just underway third. Royer's the lone receiver to the left side. Three wide to the right. Shotgun formation. They go. Larkin's in motion. Now the give up the middle. It is 
Cooper Johnson. He gets to about the 48. Maybe a yard on the play, but Cooper Johnson on the carry. Yeah, not not a not a huge push up front, but you know Cathedral is not exactly you know running small on that defensive line. Two forty five, two ten, two hundred, and then Sean Oldham sitting in there, number fifty eight, six one, three twenty. So I mean, you know, he he's going against you know guys sitting inside with, with going against Kandra, uh, having to get some of those pushes at times. So that, that's a heck of a battle. One wide, now two to the right side as Evan Vollmer joins on the right side. Looking, Luby, right side, looking to throw, and it is intercepted again. Shiloh, again, his second interception. Shiloh means on the interception, and the Panthers uh, turn the ball over for the second time of the day. There are a lot of white jerseys there compared to the purple jerseys. A lot, you know, Joe Royer about the only guy in that spot. A little bit of pressure on Luby, but you know, a lot of guys there. That's a tough pass. You really got to thread the needle on that one. Guy jumped the route, makes a good catch, and right away we get a flip flip of the script. And that is in Cathedral down by seven with the football, first and ten at the 42-yard line. They'll set up in the backfield. They've got uh, Dalen Hill, Hall, rather, Dalen Hall, number 20, or Edwards at the quarterback slot in the shotgun formation. Two wide receivers out to the right. Cameron Jordan is one of those to the right side. Shotgun formation. Now the quarterback keeper inside the 45 to the 50. Burst of speed, 40, 35. And he's out to the elder, 31, but he fumbles it. They pick it up, though, and they get it at the 31-yard line. I believe it was at the whistle had blown already, but that was a big run all the way to the 31-yard line of the Panthers. They just no fill up the middle. A lot of guys, you know, getting caught, getting pushed off to the edge. Quarterback keeps it up the up the uh, up the gut, and then finally gets tackled by the defensive backs way downfield. So very quick, Cathedral doing a great job taking those turnovers like they did last week against Moeller and trying to turn them into something positive. First and ten at the 31-yard line. Two wide receivers to the right side and one out to the left side. Jordan Thomas is the receiver to the left, the lone receiver. Setting up now and now looking as Edwards almost avoids a sack. He gets it to the 30. He's to the 25 and he gets out of bounds at the 24-yard line. A gain of seven. He made seven-yard gain out of nothing on that one. Almost got sacked back at the 40. Yeah, Connor Keyes got back there. Just couldn't break down quick enough to to make a tackle, so he's able to pick up about eight on on that first down. Well, probably about seven uh, from where they're marking it. But, I mean, man, the Panthers just, that's a missed opportunity. I mean, that would have been a big sack, you know, put them back, get them out of their rhythm. And right now, Cathedral's right back where they were. Second down at two at the 24. One wide to the right, one to the left. Shotgun formation with Hill to the right. Setting up now. Hill to the running. Across the 25 and now to the 23-yard line. So a gain of a yard on that play for number 20. That's Dalen Hall. We'll get the carry for Cathedral. Tonight's game is brought to you by Adam Schuster, financial advisor Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati. Give them a call. Elder graduate Adam Schuster at 513-562-8304-956. Remaining here in the third, setting up the give to the right side across the 20 to the 19-yard line as Cameron Jordan got the carry for Cathedral. Colton Sanders getting getting up in there, Tommy Thayman. Uh, but you know, right now Cathedral's really running downhill, and the Panthers not able to really get any big pushes or get off some blocks and make some plays for loss. So they're able to pick up that first down, put themselves inside the twenty. But Cathedral's offense, I mean, 
they they really I mean when they get rolling they are a momentum team they are they set up a two wide to the left side shotgun formation for Edwards he's got Hall to his right in the backfield setting up now they go to the left side it's Hall across the 20 to the 15 to the 10 he's out at the six yard line maybe the five where they mark him a 14 yard gain for Indianapolis Cathedral. It'll be a first and goal for Cathedral down seven with 9-11 to play in the third. Seager's able to clean it up on the outside as a solo tackle but uh, you know on Tanner Purdue was kind of there shadowing him and just couldn't keep up with that speed around the edge and he was just beat unblocked so very quick back there for the Cathedral offense. Dalen Hall on that last carry of 14 yards. It'll be a first down and goal at the five-yard line of Elder. Two wide receivers to the right for Cathedral. Shotgun for Edwards. Hall to his extreme right. The shotgun snap. The quarterback keeper. He inside the five. He's looking at the two. We got a flag down about back at the five. So let's see where they mark it, Phil, where they, where they call. See if they've got a holding... And I believe they're going to bring this one back, Phil. Yeah, you're going to bring it back, but, you know, I mean, Edwards does a good job of getting to the spot, and if it's taken away, he makes good quick moves. But the thing that's just kind of frustrating, I'm sure, for, for the Panthers is that they're really filling the holes. They're getting to the right spots, but then they just can't shed those blocks and go make plays. First and 15 now back at the 15. Three wide receivers to the right. Edwards has Hall to his right. One wide receiver to the left side. The give to Hall inside the 15. He's pushing a little bit to the 11-yard line. Colton Sanders made the tackle for the Panthers at the 11-yard line as they'll spot it four more yards for Indianapolis Cathedral. But still, they're going to have 11 yards to go for the first uh, third and goal. Jack Tucker able to slow him down a little bit. Sanders gets in to make to make the final tackle so yeah like you said i mean they're looking at you know second second and goal here second and goal at the 11 set up two wide to the right one to the left side edwards shotgun with hall to his right now the fake and the quarterback is going to throw it to the right corner of the end zone it is complete to the and they're going to say it's a touchdown on the right side that was david perry i believe on the right side caught the touchdown for indianapolis cathedral it looked like he was out of the end zone he was in the end zone and out of the end zone yeah he's right on, i mean he was right on the end zone sabato was in coverage for the panthers just a step behind him and that's why he was able to make the catch so sabato closed on him almost made the tackle keeping him out of the end zone but it was just a little bit too late so cathedral does a nice job making that read edwards gets out sees who he wants right away and throws down the field and perry makes a great catch and Alderdame now looking to add the extra point. And the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 7.41 remaining in quarter number three, it's Elder 21, Indianapolis Cathedral 21. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. 
Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth here at the pit at Elder High School. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal giving you the call here tonight. The Panthers tied here at 21, Indianapolis Cathedral. If you remember last year's game was a pretty good one as well, 39-34. to It was a pretty interesting one. Well, we're seeing the same tonight. Yeah, it was a wild one. Yeah, on that last one, I'm just looking at, you know, we said touchdown Perry. Stat-wise, we're giving it Jordan Thomas. Perry's three, Thomas, Thomas 13, so on the side there, and I could have missed a, a number. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe I need to go to Shore Optical. Yeah, I think think so. So we're going to say Jordan Thomas got the touchdown instead. We'll, we'll just either way. It's 21-21, 7:41 remaining here in the third quarter. Setting up now, up back and now across the 35 to the 37 yard line as Galen Mitchell got the carry for the Panthers. It was Perry. The stats just okay. got updated. I, I mean, I thought it looked like, it was a three it looked like Perry. Yeah, it looked like Perry. So we got it right. We'll set up here with 21-21, 7.35 remaining. And two interceptions have led to 14 points for Cathedral. So turnovers have really been the story for them to get back in this game. First and 10 at the 38. Luby sets up with Ramsey to his right. One wide receiver to the left side. Now the give up the middle, Catania. He's across the 40 to the 41-yard line. A gain of three on first down. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and outdoor. And now you have Red Wing Shoe Store's ultimate fit experience. You'll receive state-of-the-art foot scanning, fitting and products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of the five Cincinnati Red Wing Shoe locations. Western Hills, Florence, Kentucky, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Second and seven for the Panthers at the 41. Two odd receivers to the left side. Two to the right. Tied at 21. 6.58 to play here in the third. And Luby's going to be sacked back at the 35-yard line. Number 43, Jaden Scruggs gets the sack for the Indianapolis Cathedral Fighting Irish. Hey, Scruggs was, was did, did a great job on a rush. He was virtually untouched. Uh, he got in. Luby had nowhere to go. I mean, the players can be set up right. David Larkins came in motion to the right. Get everybody kind of going, and then they were going to set up that for that pass rush on the draw, get you to come up field, and then push you, make the wall, and they just were not able to do it. He, he had a great rush, came in, kind of ruined the Panthers' idea there, because now they're looking at a third and 12. Third and a dozen at the 36-yard line. They go Larkin in motion, setting up three wide to the right, one to the left side. Looking Luby, stepping up at the 30, going left, gets sacked from the back, and the ball comes out. I think it's going to be an incomplete pass, though. And with 6.05, that'll be a fourth down coming up. So uh, another another pressure for Indianapolis Cathedral leads to uh, now a fourth down. Yeah, I mean, he was, Luby was looking to throw the football. I mean, arm going forward, he gets hit from behind, you know, uh, obviously. I mean, same same people would be doing the same thing if it was Elder, you know, making the tackle on her fumble. He'd be calling for the ball. But, I mean, that, that's an incomplete pass. So the Panthers going to go ahead with the punt here with Connor Amon back, and hopefully they can get a, a nice coverage here. Shiloh Means, who uh, is leaning towards going to the Air Force Academy. He's back deep at his 25-yard line. Connor Amon has a tough trust snap. Now gets hit as he kicked it. And the ball is going to bounce and picked up by Indianapolis Cathedral at the 42-yard line. So almost a block there, Phil. 
Well, and I think what they're trying to find out is the ball wasn't really tipped. It was a bad it was a bad snap. The snap hit the ground. So Connor Amon you know, has to putt in traffic. So they're trying to find out if the ball was tipped to see if it was okay for them to run into Connor Amon. That's what Coach Ramsey's looking at on the field right now. I mean, I couldn't tell from up here. I have no idea, but either way, it doesn't matter. Move on. Next play. Now the defense got to get stopped. First and 10 at the 42-yard line for Cathedral. 5.55 remaining. Tied at 21 here in the third. Two wide to the left. One to the right. Shotgun for Edwards to give to Hall, and he's going to be tackled back at the line of scrimmage and move back to the 47-yard line. See where they mark him. I think they'll probably get him at the 45, so it's going to be a loss of a couple either way. Yeah, Brady Buller. Big tackle for the Panthers, and this is where the defense really needs to step up. Turn the field, force them to make a decision on a, on a third and long or a fourth down. It'll really make Cathedral suffer here. Don't let them get that push. Second down at 14 from the 46 for Cathedral. Two wide to the left, one to the right side. Edwards shotgun, he's back at his 49. Now the give to Hall. Hall across the 45. He's out to the 40. 35, burst of speed. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. He's down to the three-yard line. Gain of 43 yards on that one. Just got over on the edge. Now the elder guy could get off of block. So Cathedral, I mean, that's how you draw it up. Everybody get around and start picking up guys as you get to the next level. Luckily, Marco Sabato, you know, quick quick back is able to go up and, and slow him down on the run. But Cathedral, excellent execution. So they turn what looks like Elder gets a little momentum into a first and three. They set it up first down and goal. Ball spotted at the three-yard line. One wide receiver down to the right. One setting up to the left side with Will Snyder setting up to the left by himself. Now they go in motion, and now they give to the running back up the middle, and he's going to get into the end zone for the touchdown. Cameron Jordan for Indianapolis Cathedral on the end around. Are they marking him in? Yeah, I think it's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah definitely like a touchdown. Delhi touchdown got in, he's right over. The defense is really nothing to answer there. Uh, but you can see Cathedral, why they were successful last week uh, against Moeller. You know, take those turnovers or bad field position and turn them into points. You know, so right now they're looking to go up 28-21 on the Panthers after that, that bad punt. They'll set up with Allardane now to kick the extra point for Indianapolis Cathedral, leading 27-21. Make that... It's 28-21. So with 4.49 left in quarter number three, Cathedral, after two touchdowns in a row, now lead 28-21. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast booth. Len Harvey and Phil Bengal here at Elder High School. The pit tonight, it is Indianapolis Cathedral as... They were down 21-14. They now lead 28-21. to It's been back and forth like that. Panthers again trailing. Oren Edwards is 11 of 18, 11 of uh, 16, 83 yards, and, and they've got him listed at four touchdowns, but uh, with uh, that three-yard touchdown, it was kind of a pitch. So I'm going to say that was a run on that last one. 4.49 remaining. 
in quarter number three. Panthers trailing 28-21. Trying to get something going here. They've been kicking it short. And now we got a football on the field, and they'll have to call a quick timeout. Tonight's game is brought to you by Shore Optical. Dr. Ken Shore of Shore Optical can make your world look a whole lot more in focus. Good eyesight is the key to success in work and sports. 1979 Elder Grad, Dr. Ken Shore. Give them a call at 451-0010. That's Shore Optical. And we'll set up here. Alderding will set it up, and it's going to go back, and Nicholas is going to go back into the end zone, probably just, that that goes into the end zone. It will be a touchback. Nicholas Path will just have to down. So the Panthers will have a first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. Plenty of time left here in the third quarter, 446 to get something going. You know, they're at a point they're, they're down, you know, down 28, 21. This is, it's not, you know, an end-of-the-world type thing. You know, you can move the ball. You just got to regroup. You know, the offensive line, the guys up front, I mean, James, Kandra, Berger, Beckenhop, and Smith, got to be able to get a push. I mean, that's got to come down to just you five guys. You know, you talk, they talked about you all, all summer long. Go show people what you can do right now. Like, from this point forward, this is the offense line we're going to be. Vollmer, wide receiver to the left side. He's by himself. They got two wide to the right. Luby sets up a first and 10 at the 20. Luby going to keep it across the 20, and he's out to the 24-yard line. He was uh, tackled by number 58, Baron Olden. Just nothing going up front again for the Panthers. You know, Carter Smith's going to come off. The helmet pops off again. Uh, and Tucker's going to come out and work on the offensive line. So let's see what the Panthers get. Get a little push, or maybe they're going to have to go back to the air and start hitting Joe Royer again. Second and seven at the 23-yard line. The Panthers trailing at 28-20. to 20. Receivers to the left side. They go Larkin in motion to the left, one to the right side. Now Luby looks to throw, rolls to his left. He's got a big blitz coming, and he's going to be sacked back at the 11-yard line. Sacked by number five. It's Hudson Miller for Indianapolis Cathedral, and it is going backwards now for the Panthers. And I'll tell you what, one of the things, Hudson Miller, he definitely is going to get credit for that sack, but he needs to go shake Jaden Scruggs' hand. That That's the reason why he gets the sack. Jaden Scruggs provide excellent pressure against Tucker. Tucker just coming off the sideline. That's a smart move as a lineman. I'm just going to bull rush him. Like, I'm not going to do anything fancy. You just came out from standing still. I'm going to go right at you. That's what he did, and that just opened it up. That made Luby go where he didn't want to go. So make sure he gets some credit on that. Absolutely. Third down and 15 from the 15. Three and a half to go in this third quarter. Elder trailing 28-21. Luby going to keep it himself again. Across the 15 to the 20. He's out to the 25. 30. Burst of speed. 35. 40. 45. And down to the 50. Out of bounds. He was not going to beat Shiloh Means. So he decided to go out of bounds. Shiloh had him covered. Uh, yeah, and I'm just going to go back. So Jaden Scruggs, I mean, he bull rush, bull rush, bull rush. So what do you do that time? You run the draw. Jacob James is on that side. You know, he, he's a smart enough lineman. He's going to let you bull rush all the way up. He took him 10 yards back, took him out of the play. So, therefore, Luby, gigantic hole on that left side, and then he broke one, able to pick up. So a little bit of confidence yeah, 35 here. 35 yards on the carry for Matthew Luby, but he had that burst of speed, but Means was there too. Three wide receivers to the left side. Larkin goes in motion to the left as well. Well, nothing to the right. Luby looking left, looking still, throwing it down, and it's almost intercepted again. Means looking for his third interception.
interception of the game and almost had that one. And right now, and I'm sure the coaching staff seeing the same thing. Anytime Joe Royer runs a route, Cathedral's just trying to jump it. They're just trying to jump the route because you see that, you watch it on film, that basically their defensive backs are waiting, waiting, and as soon as that ball goes, they're just trying to jump. You know, it's one of those things I would like to see maybe the Panthers run a little double move, get him down the field. I think they might get him the bite. Three minutes and two seconds remaining in the third quarter. Second down and ten. The ball spotted at the 50-yard line. One wide to the right. Setting up now with two wide with Vollmer. Ramsey to the right side of Luby. Luby gets some protection this time. Rolling to the left. Throwing. And Royer goes up and gets it at the 40-yard line. And a first down for the Panthers. Oh, check that. That was number five. And that was... Uh, I apologize. That was Postal. Yeah, Postal got it. It looked up. He he went up so high, yeah. I thought it was Royer. He made a great play. The ball came quick because Luby looked down the field and moved to the right. You know, he's looking over where uh, where Royer was, and Ramsey's running around, and he just didn't have anything over there. And so it was a quick turnaround because he was flushed out of the pocket. Postal gets him right to the sticks here, so it's a third and short. Dakota's at 6'1", 180, but he went up and got it. Uh, Third and one at the 41. They set up two wide of the receivers to the right side. They go Cooper Johnson up the middle to the 35-yard line. A gain of six and a first down for the Panthers. This is what you like to see when Cooper Johnson gets the carry and gets six yards. Yeah, I mean, it's stuff that they can do. Get, get those quick pickups, get guys up the field, throw the ball around a little bit because then it'll look kind of like what happened with Gahanna Lincoln last week. They didn't know what was coming. Now, right now, Cathedral has some confidence with, with a few interceptions. They're trying to jump routes up front, pushing. But I think it, once the elder offensive line really starts winning that battle up front, Panthers should be able to take this game back over. First and 10 at the 36-yard line with a minute 45 to go in the third. Elder trailing 28-21. They go wide to the right side, looking Luby right, rolling right, looking pitches to the right side, complete to Catania, and he's out to about the 31-yard line. See where they finally mark it. He went out of bounds, but uh, a gain of about five on that one for Catania. Cathedral was able to string that play out really well. Uh, Luby really didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, Catania was able to pick up you know, about five yards on that one because of the fact that everybody, Luby waited really late to pitch that football on the outside. He almost got to the numbers right. before he pitched it. Second down and five. The ball spotted at the 31. We were right on that. Two wide receivers to the left side, including Royer and Evan Volmer wide to the left and Postal to the right side. Luby now the give to Cooper Johnson inside the 30 and he's at the 27 but we got a flag down. It might have been a face mask. Yeah, Cooper Johnson got into a gap. A lot of guys reaching hands in there. Uh, it looked like he probably should have had a bigger game and, and there's obviously why. And they'll set it up with 55 seconds remaining here in quarter number three. Panthers trailing at 28 to 21 but they are moving the football. As they get this flag down, Kelsey Chevrolet is your West Side full service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of the Prep Sports Radio Network. Now at Kelsey Chevrolet, lifetime powertrain protection. See Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg, or at Kelsey Chev, CHEV.com. 50 seconds remaining in this third quarter. Panthers trailing 28 21, but they have a first down and 10. They marked it at the 14 after the penalty. Luby wide to the left as a wide receiver. Ramsey the quarterback. Larkin goes in motion. Setting up now. Ramsey going to run it. Ramsey inside to about the 10 yard line. A gain of about 4 as he tried to go inside with Zach 
Schlachter was in front of him. So they're going to say second and six at the 10, Phil. Yeah, just a, a short pickup. One of the things, you know, we're looking at right here is I think the Panthers' clock ticking to 10. They're going to take this thing to the fourth quarter. They will. They're trailing 28 to 21 with five seconds. They'll see if they get anything off, see if they get this last snap with two seconds, with one. No, they will not. That is the end of the third quarter of play with the score. Indianapolis Cathedral 28, the Elder Panthers 21. Don't go anywhere on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal at Elder High School at the pit. The Panthers trailing it 28-21. to For a fourth quarter, starting up, 12 minutes left in this one. The Panthers trying to tie this one up they've got the football second down and six the ball spotted at the cathedral 10-yard line going from right to left in this fourth quarter two wide receivers off to the left two to the right including luby patrick as a setup now drew ramsey at quarterback larkin to his left they go luby in motion the give is to luby luby inside the 10 to the five touchdown elder panthers 10 yards matthew luby His second touchdown of the game, his second 10-yard touchdown of the game, his fourth touchdown of the season. Just a nice, easy run. Get it off, get get, get right over the left side, just get into the end zone. So score quick. I like what they saw. Panthers looking ready to tie this thing up. 11.53 remaining. Harmeyer looking to add the extra point here to tie this one up. Thayman will hold it. Here's the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and this one is good. So with 11.53 remaining in the fourth quarter, we are all tied up at 28 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Back at the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth, it's Len Harvey, it's Phil Bengal. And we have a tie football game at 28 here at the pit. It's been a very exciting football game. Took a long time to get started because of the delay. 
uh, with uh, Cathedral getting here about 6.45 tonight with the bad traffic. They left, according to their uh, people, they left at 2.30 this afternoon. It took them four hours to go from Indianapolis to Cincinnati. Not a pleasurable ride. Definitely not. A bunch of bunch of big guys on a, on a charter bus. We did that last week to Gannon yeah. Lincoln. And- I don't care how roomy they say that stuff is. You're over about six foot three. It's not fun. Marion McCullough back deep along with Brandon Newton for Cathedral as Connor Amon will look to kick it off at the 40-yard line. From right to left, the Panthers. And this one's going to take it to the end zone. And out of the end zone, Dalen Hall was back all the way into the end zone. And they will set up first and ten at the 20. Two turnovers for the Panthers, two interceptions, and they have led to 14 uh, points for Indianapolis Cathedral. Cathedral scored 14 points in the second, in the third quarter. The Panthers getting their touchdown in the fourth quarter on a 10-yard Matthew Luby touchdown run. That's his second touchdown of the game. Wind is kicking up a little bit with 11.53 remaining here in the fourth quarter, first and 10. Cathedral at their own 20. Three wide receivers to the left. No one off to the right side. Edwards shotgun formation with Hall to his left. The give to Hall. Hall across the 20. He's to the 25. And finally taken down by Galen Mitchell on the tackle for the Panthers. And he got hit hard. Yeah, still no big answer up front for Hall. He's been having a great night uh, rushing for them. He's got, you know, coming in that last one, 11 attempts, 80 yards. How about when we're now at 12 and 86, seven yards a carry. That's pretty good. Second down and five at the 25. Two wide receivers to the right side. They line up now with Edwards shotgun on this second and five from the 25. Edwards looking to throw, throws it down the field. Looking and is almost caught, but incomplete. Intended for Jordan Thomas, and Thomas reached out with the one hand and almost got it. Yeah, this J.B. Richardson, Javaris Richardson in, in coverage for the Panthers coming off field. He landed kind of hard, I think, on his knee. Just hope that's it, uh, you know, a deep bruise. Yeah, with 11-11 to play. Can't afford to lose players in this game. Third down and five. The ball spotted at the 25. One wide receiver to the left. Three now to the right for Cathedral. Tied at 28 in this one. Shotgun formation set up with Edwards. Looking to throw back at his 15. Get some rush. Warriors tackling him. He'll try anyway. Gets to the 29-yard line. He was running for his life. Got four yards on that. Yeah, Sand is able to finally really force him to go out of bounds. So they're looking at at a a fourth and short. And, you know, field position, you might think about not going for it, but I think the success that Cathedral's had tonight, I'd go for it. Yeah, I think they're going to do that, and they're going to go for it here in a fourth and one. They spot it at the 29-yard line. They've got Hall in the backfield. They go under center. This time, quarterback keeper, and he gets to the 33-yard line with the push from the offensive line, a gain of four. And like you said, Phil, that was pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, that was an easy call. You've been kind of winning that battle up front on those short runs, and they're able to pick that up to get a fresh set of downs. 10-50 remaining in the fourth quarter, tied at 28. Cathedral has a first and 10 at their own 33-yard line. One wide receiver off to the left side, and now one to the right. Shotgun formation for Edwards, the quarterback. He sets up with Hall. He goes 
Jordan in motion, and they're going to get a little bit of too much movement. Langdon moved to the right side as well, and I think that's going to go against Cathedral. Beneficial for the Panthers. Just kind of give them a little bit of breathing room, collect their thoughts, get prepped here, but it also takes Cathedral out of that rhythm, hopefully. 10-29 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Tied at 28 with a first down and 15 now back at the 28-yard line. Three wide receivers for Cathedral lining up to the right side. Looking, gives to Langdon across the 25 to the 27, maybe back to the line of scrimmage if that. And Connor Keys on the tackle for the Panthers. Right, Brady Buller all coming off the bottom of that pile. And he, he's kind of he's cramping it, cramped up a little bit, and he's up on the field and almost... <laughs> Almost worked out for their benefit because Cathedral was trying to go fast. They had to slow down for a second. Second and 15 from the 28. 9.45 remaining in the fourth quarter. Tied at 28. Cathedral with the football from left to right. Two wide to the right. Setting up now. Looking to throw. Edwards down the field. Complete to the 40. The 35. He's to the 33-yard line. And Jordan Thomas strikes again. He had a 37-yard touchdown earlier. There's a flag back here, but they've been trying to get that one all night. I mean, that, that's not the first time they've tried to throw that. I know you're going to get another on Elder. I think we're going to get – we got roughing the passer on the Panthers, so that flag was not one that uh, you like to see. Big catch down the field. You know, uh, Thomas able to get out there. Bartley Thomas in coverage for the Panthers. He had a step on him. Finally, they complete that, just trying to run that you know route right down the middle in between the hashes. And – Elders didn't have an answer. They'll mark it. They're, uh, they're marking it from the 29. They're going to go all the way down. This is a big play for Indianapolis Cathedral. 9.32 remaining. They'll have the football at the 19-yard line of Elder. First down and 10. Big play to Jordan Thomas. The penalty adds to it. Edwards, shotgun. Two wide to the left, one to the right side. The give to Langdon. Langdon inside the 20 to the 15. He's hit to about the 13-yard line. Sanders, the final guy on the tackle there for the Panthers. He's always in on those tackles, Phil. So the Indianapolis Cathedral, Fighting Irish, what a terrific game tonight for them. They, they have really done it. Their offense has been great. They've had two interceptions. Yeah, sit, sitting at about 300 total yards right now. You know, going back to the 38-yard pass, and he had a 15-yard penalty for roughing the passer. I mean, they just really big, big gain on that last Second play. and three from the 12 with 8.45 remaining. Here in the fourth, they go right side, looking. Edwards going to keep it himself inside the 10. He's to about the 9-yard line. As the tackle was by Jonathan Path, number 55. Yeah, Jonathan Path, Connor Keyes making a stop for the Panthers again. There's so much going on with the Cathedral offense. Edwards doing a nice job of hiding the football, whether he's getting the hall or he's taking it himself. But at the same time, he's doing those things, and he can also throw the ball down the field. So, you know, a little, little bit of that run-pass option going on for Cathedral, which is making it hard for Elder to really commit. First and goal at the 8 now for Cathedral with 8.05 to go. The pitch to the left side to Jordan. Jordan inside the 10. He's to the 9-yard line. 
Cameron Jordan got the carry and only got a yard on that one. Maybe he's been doing that all day. Nicholas Seeger makes the tackle for the Panthers, so the ball really doesn't or it doesn't really move for Cathedral. What looked like was going to be a big play. Seeger comes up, open field tackle. Second down and goal, ball spotted at the nine-yard line. Seven minutes and 38 seconds remaining in this fourth quarter, tied at 28. One wide to the right, one to the left side. He's got Hall to his right, Edwards shotgun. They go in motion this time again to Jordan, and the the give to Hall, but nothing doing. In the backfield, tackling is Carter Smith, and that was it. Yeah, I'd fall down if Carter Smith was coming at me, too. (laughs) That's basically what happened. Carter Smith breaks free, and he just goes... Paul just goes down and not going to get hit by that refrigerator. 6'3", what do they got him at, about 280? <laughs> Sets up a third and a dozen back at the 12. Three wide to the right, one to the left, 6'58 and counting. Cathedral and Elder tied at 28. Cathedral at the Elder 12. They've got Hall to the right, shotgun formation for Edwards. Edwards looking right, throwing into the end zone, incomplete. It'll be fourth down coming up. A little bit overthrown again. Looked like that was David Perry in the back of the end zone that time. Yeah, good good pressure from the Panthers. Joey Stemler getting back in, in there, and they're going to come out and kick and watching kicks uh, during, during warm-ups. This should be a, a very, very makeable field goal for Cathedral, so we'll see though I mean again, it's got to be snap good, hold good and if the Panthers can get just a little bit of pressure Allardang will look to add this 29 yard field goal from the middle from the left half setting up on a 4th and 12 from the 12 the kick is up it's got the distance to the right side and it's good with 639 remaining here in the fourth quarter indianapolis cathedral 31 and the elder panthers 28 we'll take a time out on the prep sports radio network wardway fuels has been your reliable west side home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years but that's just a small part of what they do they sell and service great grills like weber duquesne broilmaster and others they offer complete pool supplies and expert service and with cooler weather on the way it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace and they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well wardway fuels is located at glenway and bridgetown roads their number is 574-0061 wardway fuels 574-0061 welcome back to the dominic bonavita broadcast booth it's len harvey phil bengal we are at elder high school at the pit tonight it is indianapolis cathedral with a 31 to 28 lead 639 remaining in this one it has been back and forth and back and forth and a lot of offense some some defense as well but a lot of offense yeah we're looking at total yards 305 to 221 cathedral's leading that battle right now after a couple of uh, big big plays big scores panthers you know 639 three timeouts plenty of time in this game uh cathedral leading 31 to 28 so i mean if you're doug ramsey you know the elder panthers you're not really worried uh, about what you got to do here you just got to go execute it Allarding looks and he kicks it deep this time half tries to let it and it lets it bounce into the end zone so the elder panthers will have the football on their own 20 yard line tonight's game is brought to you by schmidt heating and cooling from preventive maintenance to your major repairs to your heating and cooling system, you want someone you can trust at Schmidt Heating and Cooling, 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. We'll give you the straight answers and help you 
uh, what you're looking for for your system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling, 531-6900. Yeah, I had Schmidt Heating and Cooling out this summer to help me out. Hot July, I mean, it was about 80 degrees in my house, and within a week, we were sitting in a nice, comfortable 70. And Becky doesn't like to sweat, so I don't blame <laughs> you there. I would I would have got him out of sooner, but good job. First and 10 at the 20-yard line with 6.39 to play here in the fourth. There's Luby going to keep it himself across the 30. He's at the 33-yard line, a gain of 13 on first down for Matthew Luby. And here we go with that elder offense. Get, get your guys covered up front. Let Luby make that roll and decide if he's going to pitch or keep it. And in there, everybody's pretty covered up, so receivers downfield did a good job as well. So Elder, right, right, right step, you know, on that first, first drive, go ahead and pick up the first down. Six minutes and 15 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. The Panthers have a first and 10 at the 33-yard line, down 31 to 28. Shotgun formation for Ramsey gives himself. He's going to keep it across the 30, and he is going to get to about the... I don't know if he gets back to the line of scrimmage or not on that one. Maybe 35. Yeah, they're going to get yeah. about a yard and a half, two-yard pickup on that one. It's just a little bit, you know, get the ball moving forward. But, you know, Elder's offense, they haven't gone really to the air to, to Royer as often as they were in the first just because of the fact, like we said, they've been jumping routes, so you don't want to risk an interception right now. But wait till you kind of get them fully committed on that run and then make the right, you know, between Matthew Luby and Drew Ramsey, they'll make the right reads. Five and a half to play, 31-28, Cathedral on top. Elder, second and eight at the 35. Luby now, shotgun, looking to throw, throws it. It's complete to Ramsey at the 35, and that was pretty dangerous, but he got it complete to the 40-yard line. So a gain of five on that one, but that almost could have been picked off. Looks like Cathedral had that one sniffed out, but Drew Ramsey got his hands up there and made a tough catch in traffic. You know, it took a, took a paw to the helmet. So, uh, again, uh, you know, big play for a sophomore. Make that catch and all that traffic. Know what's around you, and all he did was focus on the football. Third and two. The ball spotted at the 41. They've got two wide receivers, Postal and Royer to the right. Shotgun for Luby. And now the give to Catania. Catania across the 45, and a first down for the Elder Panthers on that. So a big first down. The Panthers needed that one. Yeah, 442 on the clock. Almost getting to midfield. It's a fresh set of downs. You have to kind of rethink what you want to do here and what you've seen. Coming up, don't forget, after the game, it's uh, Prep Sports Radio Network game night at La Rosa's on Budno. So show up. Uh, we'll have some stories at four and a half minutes in this one. First and ten at the 45. Bad snap, but Luby gets it. Luby got across the 45 and get back to the line of scrimmage, and that is good because it didn't look good on that play. Yeah, it looked like one that... Just an inch or two more, and we'd be talking about a, a much bigger loss. Instead, they almost gain a yard on it. So just like the last drive, last one was about second and eight. We're looking at second and nine. Second down and nine. The ball spotted at the 46-yard line. Four minutes and counting now. The Panthers trailing it 31-28. to 28. A 29-yard field goal on the last drive by Cathedral. That has been the difference so far. One wide receiver in Royer by himself. Now Vollmer's going to join him to the right. One wide to the left. Luby, back shotgun, steps up at the 40, throws it down the field. He's got Evan Vollmer incomplete. Vollmer had 
almost came up with that one. Yeah, it was a, a great throw. You know, ball was in the right spot, and Zane Hill was able to make get a ball, get a ball, get his hand on it. Bomer still almost catches the football, but just doesn't not able to bring that one home. So the first time we've really seen the Panthers really go downfield uh, in the past couple of drives, trying to stretch that defense. Third and nine. This is a big one at the 46-yard line. 3.37 remaining in the fourth. Two wide receivers, including Drew Ramsey, who's wide to the right. Now they go with Vollmer. Now three wide receivers to the right, one to the left side, and setting up Luby. Luby looking, stepping up, going to roll to his left, throw it. It's complete. Postal inside the 40 to the 38, and he's out of bounds. First down for the Panthers. That was the perfect. Luby was going to just tuck it and run, and then he saw that Postal's defensive back in coverage started to commit to the run so he just put it up Postal goes and makes another jump play like he did earlier on that one across the field from us and and picks up the first down so I I like that better than Luby trying to scramble for that run because I don't think he gets to the sticks no he wouldn't have first and ten at the 38 Ramsey wide to the right Larkin in motion. Vollmer now in motion to the right. Three wide receivers to the right side. Luby looking right, going to run it up the middle. And he's inside the 38, and that's about it. So back to the line of scrimmage for Matthew Luby as Jeffrey Utzinger made the tackle for Cathedral. And we'll go. He, I, I have a feeling that I mean, he almost looked like he was spying the quarterback. It's kind of like one of those... Uh, uh, he'd been on the bus the whole time, and then somebody on the bus dressed as Matthew Luby moving around trying to figure out where he was <laughs> on I-74 because he did a great job. He just he knew when Luby crossed, it looked like he was going to pick him up, and he snowed him in. Second down and 10, the ball at the 38-yard line, 253 and counting. 31-28 Panthers trail, three wide receivers to the right. They set up with one to the left in Royer. Looking left, Luby throws it left to Ramsey inside the 35. Let's see, they'll get him out at the 35, maybe the 36-yard line. He almost stepped out of bounds at the 40. Yeah, and, and Drew Ramsey uh, just right on the sideline, and I would say that's got to be one of the toughest things having your dad as a coach. Yeah, he just right away just kind of gets into him. But my favorite thing, Coach Ramsey, just move on to the next play. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, hey, next time don't run that so wide. Uh, you know, know where we're at on the field, and then we move on to the next play. So, that's one, too, keep it in back pocket because Drew Ramsey runs at one a little bit further from the sideline. That's going to be a big pickup. 2.39 remaining here in quarter number four. Third and nine for the Panthers at the Cathedral 37. Two wide to the right, now three to the right, one to the left in Postal. Looking Luby. He's got a little time now. Throws. It is complete across the 25 to the 23. And Joe Royer on the reception for the Panthers. Easy. That was easy. Luby just sat there. Great protection by the guys up front. Able to kind of check down his reads. Everybody was able to run their routes. Royer catches up, you know, puts the ball on that on the left side here. So the Panthers able to pick up a first down. But I like the fact that the offensive line, they, they didn't move. No. I mean, Luby was able to just sit and patiently make his reads. First and 10 for the Panthers at the 22. 2.15 and counting. Left here in the fourth down, 31 to 28. Larkin in motion along with Vollmer to the right side. Luby setting up, shotgun, looking, looking to run. Rolls to the right side inside the 20. Spins to the 18-yard line. A gain of four. Got a lot out of nothing there. Exactly what I was going to say. There wasn't really anything. As soon as he went to run, he hit a pile of guys. But he's able to spin off and turn it into some positive yards. 
It'll be a second and six. Got four yards out of that to the 18-yard line. A minute 38 and counting. Panthers trailing it 31-28. to Looking for the go-ahead score here. Two wide receivers to the right side. And Postal and Joe Royer. Three now to the left, including Catania. Now he moves to Luby's left. Ramsey goes in motion. Lots of motion everywhere. And Luby throws to Ramsey. Complete to the 15. He's out to the 13-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be third and short coming up for the Panthers. We're getting close uh, to a minute here. You know, Coach Ramsey you know, still sitting on those timeouts because you use them when when you need to. You know, they'll, they'll just jump at it. So I think they're going to get a play in here, and, and then they'll start thinking about thinking about those. Third down and one with 55 seconds and counting. Panthers trailing 31-28 to 28 in this one. An exciting one here at the pit. Down to 47 seconds. Two wide to the left. Luby now fakes, goes left, complete to Vollmer, and at the 15-yard line, he's tacked back. He did not get the first down. So Vollmer did not get the first down. It'll be fourth down coming up. So now you got a decision to make here. Not even close on that one. Just, just not really able to get up the field. Uh, you know, Coach Ramsey talking to Matthew Luby out there about a read that he, he thought he saw from the sideline and what Matthew saw. So, uh, you know, that's a tough one. You're trying to get that play in. The kids know the clock. You know, they're trying to make a call. You're trying to make a call. But now the Panthers get time to settle down. Let's talk about it. You know, you're sitting on the 16. It's fourth and three. It's a 33-yarder. You got to uh, – you know, and I, I don't think I don't think they're going to kick it. I mean, I think they're, Panthers going to go for this one here. Okay. Um, but you know, Harmeyer's looking like he's could walk out if they need it, and the Panthers can set it up. But you know, let's go back to, to everything we read in the summer and preseason. We got those big guys up front, James Kandra and Berger, Beckenhoff and Smith. You, know, you hope they can get a push if they want to pick up three. But right now, time on the clock: thirty-seven seconds. And we got Harmeyer coming out to kick, Tommy Thiem. Yeah, that's a smart play here to tie the game. Fourth down and three at the 16. He's going to go right hash. 33-yard attempt to tie the game with 37 ticks of the clock remaining. Tommy Thiemann will hold it. Here comes the snap. Here's the hold. Here is the kick. It's got the distance. It is up, and it is good. So with 33 seconds remaining, the Panthers 31, Indianapolis Cathedral 31. We'll take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Len Harvey, Phil Bengal, Elder High School. What a ter- terrific game tonight. Tied at 31, 33 seconds remaining. Sam Hartmeyer with a 33-yard field goal to tie it at 31. Big kick there, Phil. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was 
great, yeah, everything's got to be good on those things. You know, it's, it's not just the kicker. I mean, that hold and that snap got to be on point so that the kicker isn't stuttering in his steps, and that's exactly what happened. Everything was good. The blocking was great. No pressure from the outside. So now the Panthers just got to make sure that they hold for this final 33 seconds. Cameron Jordan back deep. And Connor Amon at his 40 to kick this one. He just kind of drops it at about the 20, the 15. It's taken at the 10 by Hell and sets up now across the 20, 25. And Sandus makes the tackle at the 28-yard line. That was a Mario McCullough on the carry for Indianapolis Cathedral. Tied at 31, 25 seconds to go. Late start to the game, and we could see a little overtime as well. Yeah, I mean, I think really right now it's kind of looking that way. And we do have an injured Panther uh, on the field right now. Um, that's Ben Ott. Ben Ott who's injured. So he's going to take a little bit of time here. Check this one out. Yeah. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Underground Sports Shop. For your corporate casual uh, company uniforms, getting are they getting a bit outdated? Well, your team's coaches' shirts worn out? Contact Sean Mason at the Underground Sports Shop. Sport, you got shirts, you got caps, you got coats, whatever you need with the company logo customized on the newest style items. Visit undergroundsportshop.com or call them at 513-751-1662. Underground Sports Shop, the official provider to Prep Sports Radio Network. And 25 seconds remaining in this one. Panthers and Cathedral tied at 31. Two field goals tying it up. A 29-yard field goal by Cathedral with 6.39 to go. And Harmeyer with a 33-yard field goal with 33 seconds remaining. Setting up Cathedral now a first and 10. They have it at the 30. 25 seconds remain. Two wide receivers to the left and one to the right. Now Edwards to give to Hall, and he crosses the 30 to about the 33-yard line. And he's finally taken down at the 34-yard line and by, by look, Marco Sabato. Sorry. Yeah. And by the looks of their cathedral, I, I think they're going to go ahead and maybe get a playoff. Yeah. But at the same time, I think they're going to roll this thing into overtime. Why not? That's a great move with five seconds, and they're not going to run a play here. So we're going to go to overtime tied at 31 what a tremendous game here tonight so we've ended the fourth quarter take a quick timeout. we'll come back tied at 31 on the prep sports radio network safety footwear there is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them and your local red wing shoe stores have them red wing has the popular safety styles you demand from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles with five convenient locations red wing can manage your company's safety shoe program and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck contact the red wing store nearest you in eastgate tri-county western hills mason florence and online at redwingshoes.com Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. Well, we played four quarters, Phil. That's not enough. we got to go more. More yeah, football tonight. Both teams have done a great job of executing at times, and other times, you know, they both struggled. So, you know, this is really going to be a test. I always like when you go to overtime, you know, one of my favorite things I always tell my, my players from coaching them is it's a reset. You know, score 0-0. Now we just have to be good for just, you know, a couple of plays here. We don't we don't have to play an entire football game. Now it's really comes down to who is going to be the most efficient in, in these next series of plays because now it's just, it's a small amount that you got to focus on. So that focus could uh, help the Panthers, I think. 
Setting up this overtime, the Panthers and Indianapolis Cathedral. Tonight's game is brought to you by La Rosa's. Enjoy a hot, delicious slice of La Rosa's pizza during the game or stop by on Boudinot Avenue before or after the game and treat yourself to La Rosa's favorites at 347-1111. And, of course, treat yourself to Mark Bengel, to Steve Bengel, to Tom Kennedy. I'll even stop over tonight and uh, over at La Rosa's on Boudinot tonight for the after, the, po- the post game after, you know, the Prep Sports Radio Network game night is coming up next if we, you know, keep going here with overtime. Well, I, you know, I'm hoping it's going to be a, a quick one, you know, for the Panthers. I'm hoping that they can get the job done, in, you know, one series, whether that means get a stop and a score or get a score and a stop. You know, I mean, that, that's what I'm hoping. Let's just, let's just get take, take it in one series. Absolutely. As the captains go out, Luby, Sandus, also Luke Kendra, and Jacob James for the Panthers. As they get to uh, go back and see who's going to get this football to start the overtime. Tied at 31 if you're just joining us. To end, uh, end of the uh, regulation, a 29-yard field goal by Indianapolis Cathedral with 6.39 to go. And a 33-yard field goal by Sam Harmeyer tied it up at 31. The Panthers in the first uh, quarter took a 7-0 lead. Drew Ramsey, a six-yard touchdown run. And then in the second quarter, Edwards, a six-yard touchdown run for Cathedral, tied it at seven. Also in the second, it was a 37-yard touchdown pass from Edwards to Jordan Thomas to make it 14-7. Matthew Luby, a 10-yard touchdown run in the second, make it 14-all. A 15-yard touchdown catch by Joe Royer to make it 21-14. And then in the third quarter, Perry had an 11-yard touchdown reception for Cathedral, make it 21-21. Jordan, a three-yard touchdown with 4.50 left to make it 28-21. Luby, a 10-yard in the fourth quarter, a run to make it 28-28. And then the field goals, 29 yards for make it 31-28 Cathedral. And right now, we are tied at 31. So a tremendous football game for the second week of the season. Doesn't get much better than this. No, I, I mean, this is, you know, all summer long, you, you talk about the possibility of, of these kind of games, you know, where that conditioning uh, that you've done it comes into play. And it's not so much a physical thing, it's a mental thing. Because at this point, you know, most guys, they can run the gassers, they can, they can run the 100-yard sprints. But now it comes down to how do you react when you're tired and you still got to make plays, you got to think. So now it's going to be a team. That I think is mentally tough. That's going to win this game, not just physically tough. So the mark the football on the 20-yard line. Panthers will get the ball first as the Cathedral defense is on the field. So let's see if the Panthers can score. And I'll mark it on a first down at 10 at the 20-yard line. Panthers, of course, in their home purple jerseys. Cathedral in the road white with the gold pants. Luby shotgun formation. He's got two wide to the left side. He goes in motion with Ramsey. The give to Ramsey to the 20, to the 15, and he's out of bounds at the 14-yard line. Tackled by Jeffrey Utzinger for Cathedral. Overtime here at the pit, tied at 31. The Panthers have a second down at 5 at the 15. They have their first chance to score. 
Got the overtime rules pretty good. Just put it at the 20. I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, you put it at 20. The Panthers, you know, get to start an offense. You know, one thing is the cheering section be right here. Uh, you know, for and that make, could make it tough for Cathedral, but we'll, we'll see if the Panthers can execute here on second down. Well, he's got Cooper Johnson to his left. Luby shotgun. To the right is Postal. Th- two wide to the left, including Royer. The, Luby's going to keep it inside the 15. He's out to the 10 to about the 8-yard line. So a gain of 7 for Matthew Luby. Yeah, so they're going to go ahead. It's going to be first and goal from the 9. So the Panthers get what they want right away. You don't struggle. You don't throw a lot of downs. You're just taking care of business, two plays. Now you got a fresh set, and now you're looking to see who punched up on the end zone. Yeah, they marked him at the 9-yard line, so it is a first down and goal, as Phil mentioned, from the 9-yard line. Two wide to the right. They go Cooper Johnson to the backfield to the right side by Luby. Cooper gets the call. He gets inside the 10. He's at to about the 6-yard line. A gain of 3 for the Panthers in this overtime. It'll be a second down. Cathedral has really owned the, the when Elder has tried to run off guard in the second half. Anytime that they've really tried to kind of get into the middle there, they've done a good job of, of filling the holes and making it tough for the Panthers' game. You know, they get a, get a short game there, get three yards, but still it was a hard three. Second down and six. The ball spotted at the six in this overtime. Vollmer to the left side by himself, too wide to the right, including Royer to the far right. Luby going to run it. He runs it in to the end zone. Touchdown, Elder Panthers. Luby's third touchdown of the day. And the option to pitch that football out, but just kept it himself. Good lane created by the guys blocking downfield. So just a quick... Now the Panthers just going to have to put the ball you know, through the uprights, make this make this seven. Harmeyer, who will try to add this extra point, 37-31, looking to make it 38-31 in the overtime. Now they get ready for the snap. The hold by Thamen, the kick by Harmeyer is up and good. So tied. So now 38 to 31. The Panthers have a seven-point lead after the touchdown by Matthew Luby. That's his third touchdown of the day. What do we got him for in total yards, too? We've got uh, eight. Let's say 92 yards added to 240. He's got like over 330 yards. And if you look at the number of carries, we're about 22 carries. That's a that's a pretty hefty number right there. Yeah, he's putting about up num- 15 yards. Putting up numbers like carries. he did last week. So Panthers here get the get the first score. Overtime now. Cathedral's going to have to go on defense right in front of the cheering section. Hopefully the noise and the defense can kind of get up, get a quick score and stop. First and ten at the 20 for Cathedral in this overtime. Edwards looks to throw down the side. Looks incomplete. To the right side. It was intended for Cameron Jordan, but incomplete. Excellent job by Seeger in coverage. Maheen was able to get his hands up, turn his head at the right time. He was step for step. What looked like from up here, and he not, you know, got his arm, but that's going to be a catch. But Seeger, good coverage, so they try to strike with a quick one, just go to it right away. So now they're looking at second and 10 from the 20. Second and 10 from the 20. They go two wide to the right, one to the left side including their star tonight. Jordan Thomas has caught a couple of touchdowns. Sets up now. Looking. Edwards to give to Hall to the right. No, Edwards going to keep it himself, and he gets to about the 12. 
So a gain of about eight on that one. And just, uh, I mean, that's basically what Edwards has been doing all night. I mean, he keeps football, he just goes forward, gets behind that big offensive line up front, and able to pick it up. And now you're looking at third and short. Third down and three. The ball spotted now at the 13. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Edwards, shotgun formation with Hall to his right, loses the snap and the ball, and let's see. It's gonna, he's gonna fall on it. It'll be fourth down. Did Elder get it? Yes, the Elder Panthers recover the football, and they're gonna win this one. The Panthers have won this game 38 to 31 in great fashion, Phil. Yeah, the fumble. I couldn't tell if the Panthers had actually gotten on that. I think even Cathedral's over on the sideline still kind of wondering, I mean, if they had gotten a hold of it. So Panthers able to finish it off, get the win here, 38-31. So, I mean, great job. Panthers executing overtime, like we said. That's all you got to do, just execute, get the win. We'll be back to wrap this thing up from the pit. Once again, the final score, the Elder Panthers, 38 and Indianapolis Cathedral 31 will take a timeout on the Prep Sports Radio Network. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347 9999 and on the web at mercy.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs introducing a kelsey exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life find new roads at kelseychev.com go panthers altiora we are kelsey chevrolet from our family to yours it's time to call out the cooper electric star of the game and now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. What a game tonight. The Panthers win it 38-31 to in overtime. The Cooper Electric star of the game again for the second week in a row. Matthew Luby with three touchdowns. And he had 90 yards on the ground and three touchdowns, and Elder wins it tonight. Yeah, it, Matthew Luby had a great game. You know, it looked like at the start it wasn't necessarily having the big breakaway runs that he had the first one. But, I mean, you know, 14 to 22, 132 passing yards, 15 carries, you know, six six yards on an average there. I mean, Matthew Luby had a great game. But I had a lot of other guys, you know, Cooper Johnson, you know, got, got some touches, Drew Ramsey, you know, receiving-wise, uh, Drew Ramsey, 38 yards. Uh, Joe Royer on six catches, had or five catches, I'm sorry, had 72 yards. So, yeah, it just... Oh, a great game all around, but, I mean, Matthew Luby's going to get the player of the game for, for scoring that winning touchdown. Uh, and defensively, you know, Colton Sanders had eight tackles. So it, just a, a, a big 
a, a good challenge for the Panthers tonight. You know, Tommy Thamen steps up big with, with four solo tackles and seven total tackles. So I, I'm really happy the way that they responded to a tough game. I mean, in Cathedral, I mean, they're, they're a great football team. Yeah. I, I mean, I take my hats off to them. I mean, they, they had a tough, tough travel day. And they're still able to, you know, put up a fight like this, 38 to 31. I mean, I, I'd hate to see them, you know, when they don't have to travel. For oh, four I hours. know that was a tremendous game tonight. But on both sides, offense it was great. Cathedral gave Elder everything that they can handle. But it's games like this that get the Panthers better, Phil. Just playing a team like this, you know, th- this you don't get this kind of competition. I mean, this was a, a tremendous, a tremendous game, and the Elder Panthers win it. They outlast Indianapolis Cathedral in overtime. Started late, finished late, but it's not over because we got Prep Sports Radio game night coming game up. Night. But we'll uh, we'll wrap it up from here because uh, Kevin Kenny wants to go home at some point this evening, I would think. But uh, thanks to uh, Mark Bengal, to Steve Bengal, to Tom Kennedy uh, for doing a great job. To, to Kevin Kennedy back at the studio, to Ke- Elder Campus Minister Al Kovacic for joining us in the second quarter. And thanks to you, the listener. Once again, the final score, the Elder Panthers 38, Indianapolis Cathedral 31. Next week on Friday night, Elder is back at the pit to face Florida Clearwater Academy. Looks like a 7.30 start according to the schedule. For Phil Bengal, I'm Len Harvey. So long from the pit. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's the Prep Sports Radio Network game night coming up from the Roses on Boudinow. Come out. I'll be there as well with Steve, Tom, and Mark. You've been listening to Elder Football's Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. So long. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a 1750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. 
Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Houghton Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosard Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili location, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Hello, I'm Father Jerry Reinersman, pastor of St. Joseph Parish in Cold Spring, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time. The Prep Sports Radio Network Game Night, brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. And now, for a recap on tonight's game and a look at all the regional key matchups and final scores, let's go live to the La Rosa's Pizza on Boudinot Avenue in Western Hills. Here is Steve Bengal, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengal. All right, here we are out at La Rosa's on Boudinot, Prep Sports Radio game night, and uh, big, big win for the Elder Panthers here. Let me uh, push this down just a little bit. There we go. And uh, if, if you wanted an exciting uh, game and you wanted it to start late and you wanted it to push it back and you wanted us to talk for an hour in the pregame show, you got your wishes, everything came true, and uh, it turned out the way you want. It was one of those uh, games that never would end. You're right on that. It was, uh, boy, if you want excitement, I think uh, the 2019 version of the Elder Panthers is going to be very, very exciting. If, if tonight was any, any key what the rest of the year is going to be like, uh, they, uh, boy, they just make plays, don't they? And they made the biggest play at the end of the game when they had to, Mark. Yeah, they did. Uh, you know, uh, when, when we were leaving the game to get out here so we could get this thing on on time. Uh, you jinxed it. I jinxed it. I, yeah, I said, <laughs> I think I figured out why the PA would feed back. And uh, I rewired it and everything, and it's no much better. But uh, anyways, okay. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're dealing with it. But uh, it's hard to talk. There's like nine buttons to do. There's no on-site engineer. I'm it. I talk. I, I do the engineering and You're all that fun stuff. But yeah, yeah it, it it got in, into the overtime. If of course we left and and it looked like Elder couldn't stop him. Uh, the offense was going nowhere. And then uh, 
we we joined in like a lot of people uh, listening as we came out here right. and uh, right. they tied it up went into overtime and happily we we pulled it off and uh, in, in, in over in the overtime period right. and you know mark at the beginning of the game <clears throat> i threw out the question it's going to be interesting to, to to compare uh you know indianapolis cathedral uh shut out Moeller last week 28 to nothing and I threw out the question before the game started, it's going to be a good barometer to see how Elder might compare to Moeller. And now if I think about it just for a little bit, you know, Moeller gets shut out last week against this fine team uh, who, uh, who came into Cincinnati for back-to-back weekends, and they gave everything they had tonight again, for the Elder Panthers did, did the Fighting Irish from Indianapolis. And uh, they're very good. They're very talented. And if it wasn't, I mean, they had one turnover the entire game, and that was, and unfortunately for them, it was one in overtime. But two evenly matched teams, I guess, if you look back on it and, and think about uh, what, you know, what Cathedral had to go through, being stuck on I-74 in traffic. They get there to the pit late. You know, it, it kind of throws off their schedule. They get behind 7 to nothing, but, oh, boy, they, they really regrouped and, Hit Elder on their heels a couple times, honestly. Uh, oh, they did. Elder's defense a couple times on defense uh, had them on their heels, but nevertheless, uh, the the uh, special teams on both te- both sides, you know, I think made key plays, uh, gave their offenses the short field a couple times, and I think both teams and both schools took advantage of every opportunity that they had. You know, I talked to my secret. Uh uh, contact at Muller High School, and I'm not going to say it's secret. It's uh, Tony Aceto, uh, yeah, who we've been uh, texting, and he, he told me you got to keep an eye on uh, Jordan Thomas, number 13, and uh, he he was the receiver that had the touchdown in the uh, the right after Elder the the interception uh, pass to Joe Royer, and next play he he scores the touchdown. He was having a big night all night long. I don't know if you have the stats on on that, but uh, it was. Uh, uh, he was right. Uh, he was a very good player, but they, they are a very talented team. They're going to win a lot of games, and that's a big key uh, for Elder. And uh, that's uh, it, it really is the Harbin Bonanza points there. Right. It's a, it's a great game for a great team for Elder to schedule. Like you said, Mark, uh, Cathedral's going to win more than they're going to lose by a long shot this year. And uh, for Elder to get this win, they're going to pocket a lot of Harbin points tonight. Face to face, head to head, and plus they have one more game in the pocket, so uh, they get that extra second second, level. (laughs) They they get the extra second level, plus all the extra second levels that they're going to get in subsequent weeks from week three through week ten. So, uh, very good for Elder. Uh, I have a couple stats if we have time. Yeah, go. Let's go into the stats for tonight. uh, Passing for the Elder Panthers, Matthew Luby, 14 for 22, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he also ran 15 times for 92 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Cooper Johnson, uh, nine carries for 33 yards. Uh, Drew Ramsey, six carries for 28 yards and a score. Uh, Joseph Catania, uh, four touches for 14 yards. And Ben Dieters, uh, one carry, six yards, and that key touchdown. On the receiving side, Drew Ramsey, six, six receptions uh, for 38 yards. Joe Royer. What a stud this kid is. Uh, five receptions, 72 yards, one score. Uh, you're going to enjoy watching him up in Columbus for the next four years starting next year. 
Dakota Postal, uh, two catches for 25 yards, and Evan Vollmer, uh, he had the reception, and it was for minus three. But overall, uh, well-played game uh, by the Elder Panthers. Uh, Doug Ramsey, tip of his hat to Doug and his staff for a fine job that they did, getting the kids ready, making the key adjustments at halftime. And uh, overall, it was just a great victory, a uh, great team win for the Elder Panthers. Steve, uh, hold on. Here. Let me put Turn you. me up here. Yeah. Turn me up here. I, we're going to go right to the scores because we have a special guest waiting in the uh, well, in the bullpen. Let here. me water down here a second. Okay. All right. Here. He was. We caught him off guard. It, it, there's a long list here. It's kind of like the school closing. Well, uh, you know, it you, is. You get the benefit of uh, the late game and then the overtime game. Everybody else is done. So uh, we 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 got lots of scores to roll on, roll through. There are two league games tonight, one in the Miami Valley Conference and the other in the Southern Buckeye Conference. The Miami Valley Conference Summit Country Day and Cincinnati Country Day squared off. Cincinnati Country Day loses tonight 28 to nothing to uh, Summit Country Day. The Silver Knights uh, pull one out. It was uh, Bethel Tate 22, New Richmond 0. Uh, Walnut Hills over Aiken 48 to 6. Hamilton 28, Anderson 14. Uh, Talawanda 24 17 over Baden. East Clinton 37, Cedarville 7. Lakota West 30, Centerville 15. Avon Lake and Clinton Massey got, took it down to the wire. Avon Lake won, won, won the game 24 to 23. With a minute 38 left, Clinton Massey got the ball back, drove 90 yards down, scored. And then they decided to go for two, and they, the, the, the two-point conversion failed, and they lost the game 24-23. Wow, that takes guts to do Instead that. Instead of kicking the extra point and going to overtime. Cincinnati College Prep 52, Franklin Furnace Green 15, Coldwater 37, Mountain Healthy 7. Deer Park over Clark Montessori, 47 to nothing. Milford, 27 to 8, and Dunbar, 26. When they finish a game, they finish pretty good. <laughs> Franklin County, 20. Edgewood, 10. Fairfield, 16. Springfield, 12. Batavia, 20. Gamble, Montessori, nothing. Goshen, 28. Hillsborough, 7. Harrison, East Central, took it to overtime, and East Central wins that game 10 to 7 over Harrison in one overtime. Hughes over North College Hill on a squeaker, 26-25. The game you heard here on the Prep Sports Radio Network, 38 to 31. Elder over Indianapolis Cathedral in overtime. Dakota East 14, Kettering Fairmount 6, New Miami 35. Landmark Christian Eagles nothing. The South 31, big goose egg for the Mason Comets. Lebanon 50, Loveland 20. Lexington Christian over Cincinnati Hills. Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy 47-23. Little Miami 41, Western Brown 6. Marymount over Western Hills right across the street 43-40. Took that one. And uh, Marymount moves to, to 2 and 0 on that one. It was McNick over Indian Hill, 15 to 6. Middletown Mason, 49. Reading 7. 
Moeller, uh, still winless and scoreless on the season, lose to Louisville Trinity 41 to nothing. So Todd Nauman or Newman, however you pronounce his name, not doing well this year as uh, the leader of the Moeller Crusaders at this point. Ross 42, Monroe 3, Roger Bacon over Newport Catholic 41 to 14. And Roger Bacon is now in the uh, the, the Miami Valley Conference, they moved out of the, the GCL co-ed, as did Purcell Marion. So that'll be a little bit of a, a change-up we'll be watching through this year. Bishop Fenwick, 67, Norwood, 14. St. X over Cole Rain, 21-14. to 14. Cole Rain goes to 1-1. One one. St. X goes to 2-0. Simon Kenton in a squeaker over Oak Hills, 13-10. to 10. South Point 41, Miami Valley Christian Academy 7. That game was played at Turpin. Springboro 39, Middletown 14, Sycamore 31, Kings 24. I got two different scores on this one. One I was going to yell at uh, Wyoming. So two different sites. One has Wyoming 94 to nothing over Taft. The other one has 28 to nothing over half. I don't know which one's correct. I had a 70 to nothing score. Uh, at halftime, so real, real quick, I, I mentioned Evan Prater at halftime, the fine quarterback for Wyoming that's going to UC next year. Little little uh, tie into the Elder Panthers. Uh, Evans, uh, trying to get this right, his grandfather played football uh, for Elder. Brent play in the in the uh, 60s, so uh, there's a tie in Elder right there. For the, for the Prater young man that's uh, going to UC next year. Well, if it was 28, congratulations. And if it was 94, uh, you know, somebody <laughs> needs to ostracize uh, the team. Blanchester 34, Taylor 7. Wilmington 56, Miami Trace 24. Winton Woods 49, West Claremont 0. Princeton 42, Withrow nothing. Woodward loses to Chaminade Julian tonight, 56 to 8. And as we slide down to Northern Kentucky, it's Beachwood over Somerset, 40 to 7. Boone County loses to Lloyd tonight, 22 14. Highlands over Campbell County, 44 to zip. Carroll County loses to Newport, 42 to nothing. Connor over Dixie, 35 to, to 0. Ludlow, 47. Galton County, nothing. In a come-from-behind uh, game, Covington Catholic has now won a bunch of regular season games in a row. They win this game 39-38 over a, a tough Lexington Catholic team. So, uh, you know, props to, to Covington Catholic. They, they you know, pulled this one out at the end. They win the game 39-38. Walton Verona, 22. North Laurel, 21. Holmes, 58. Owen County, 6. Ryle over Cooper, 20-6 to tonight. And out at Thomas Moore, Scott and Holy Cross faced off. Holy Cross wins it 42-6. to Those are all the scores we have at this moment, and that will be probably all the scores we have for the evening. All right, Steve. Well, we're going to take our first time out, and when we come back, I am happy to say we'll be joined by David Allen, the director of the Elder Glee Club. Uh, he is enjoying his 50th year at, the, at Elder, and uh, we're going to talk to him all about that when we return right here. We're at Prep Sports Radio Game Night Live at La Rosa's on Budno. Stop out and see us right here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
Moses proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347 Nine 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 nine. That's three four seven nine 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 nine. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top of the line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Stay here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy at Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. This is Father Benedict Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Prep Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to La Rosa's on Boutneau Avenue. All right, we're back at La Rosa's on Boutneau. And uh, Elder wins tonight uh, the final against Steve. 38 uh, 31. 38 31, yeah. Overtime. I forgot to write that one down. Uh, when they get into overtime, you're like, oh my God. I know. <laughs> Well, I'm happy and proud to welcome our guest, Dave Allen. And Dave, uh, um, you know, you're coming into your your 50th year here at Elder, and and uh, it, time just flies by. I'm sure you sure. probably think, yeah, it's it's not been that long. It doesn't seem that way, no, not yeah. at all. No, but it's great, you know. Yeah, I I, uh, I think one uh, started off with a funny story. My son uh, Matt. Uh, I have my son Andrew, uh, Matt, and Peter was in the Glee Club. But uh, uh, Matt, I remember, it was probably his freshman year, 2005, and, and we were driving to your opening uh, little celebration at St. Williams, and that's when the freshman chorus get up there and all the all the freshman guys sing all in one key. They haven't learned uh, the, the part thing yet. and uh, But we're driving there, and he's like, man, our class is really bad. Our, these guys... They're always screwing off. They're always messing around. And I said, eh, yeah, well, and and and, and when they get up there, uh, they they sing their song and Mr. Positive, 
Dave Allen says, they're really coming along beautifully. you got a great bunch of guys. I'm like, oh, what a liar. But Dave, it just shows what a positive guy you are. But, uh, you know, you, you, you got an early start in music, and I was fascinated. I was reading some stuff on you that uh, you come from a musical family. Right. Your mom and dad, especially your father, yeah. uh, talk about him and your parents. Well, my dad was a professional musician. You know, he was a percussionist, played actually through the big band era. Wow. All of that, you know. And yeah. Was, uh, really, and then part of the symphony, you know, he did it all. And, uh, of course, when that era came to an end, then they had to go in other directions, you know. But, uh, no, he was, and he played for the, I remember he played for the Ringling Brothers Circus, you know, in the circus band. Wow, and the, wow. All that kind of stuff. So he yeah. must have traveled a lot in doing oh, yeah. music. In the summer, especially when they were at the circus. They traveled extensively. And you're originally from Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown, Ohio, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you then make the choice to go to CCM. But you started playing piano at a very, very young age. I was reading this at the, uh, six, seven years old you were playing yeah, the piano. seven years old. Seven years old. Taking lessons, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... You, you come to Cincinnati at CCM, you're a young guy, and uh, I hear then you met a, a, a priest, a, a chaplain at, at the University of Cincinnati that kind of shoved you, hey, there's a part-time job over at St. William's. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. <laughs> Father Giles Pater, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, so talk about, you know, so an innocent thing, part-time little job. <laughs> okay. What happened was... Well, first of all, let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. I came to the Conservatory of Music on the recommendation of my piano teacher in Youngstown. Uh, Carl Friedberg was a, a concert pianist, and he performed extensively, you know, and I took my parents. And when, you know, how would you know it as a young guy? You don't think about that. But they sent me for master lessons, you know, to him. And in those days... Those were probably $20 a lesson, the way you can imagine. Yeah, a lot of money was. back then, yeah. And I didn't, you know. But anyway, to make a long story short, Carl Friedberg's protege taught at the Conservatory of Music in Cincinnati, Madame Deus. And he said to me, you must go to Cincinnati to study. You have to study with her. So that's how I got into Cincinnati. See, and that was in 1957, actually, when I came down here to wow. study, you know. And, um, yeah, she was a great, great lady, and, um, you know, we continued on. In those days, as a young uh, guy, I was really interested in becoming a concert pianist. That was my goal at that time. Wow. But, you know, after a while, things go on, and all of a sudden, I guess the reality of things set in, and I found my way more into church stuff, and I was really enjoying all of that. And that's kind of where I led my, you know, where things led. And, of course, I studied organ at the conservatory also, you know, Mm -hmm. so all of that went into the uh, background of the music, you know. So you ended up St. William's in Price Hill. And that was a a vibrant, it still is a a beautiful, vibrant Catholic community. and and, uh uh, you've been the music director there, and, and uh, tell us about the, your early days uh, at St. Williams. Well, it was funny because, you know, in those days, well, the early days of the church, we had six morning masses, you know how that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we had to play and sing all those, all in Latin, of course. Yeah. And, of course, all that changed later with the Vatican and all that stuff, yeah. Vatican too. But, um, yeah, it was quite an experience. We had a wonderful pastor, 
Monsignor Sherry was his name, and he was just really so far ahead of his time. In fact, he was the head of the American Vernacular Association, pushing for the vernacular in the church and all this kind of stuff. So I really had a wonderful mentor who really put me on the right direction as far as the you know, music of the church and people and all this. It was a great, he was a great guy. And um, also, then at St. Williams, I, was, uh, I began teaching in the school. And that's where I met my wife. Carol. Carol, I was going to say, uh, St. Williams turned out to be a good place to meet a woman. Uh, (laughs) I always kid her about chasing me around the back, you know, around the coat rooms and everything. (laughs) I'm sure it happened, but we won't go into that. We are on Catholic radio, uh, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll leave that out of it. But, uh, uh, But then suddenly somebody at Elder that was teaching Glee Club, yeah, God, he came, he came uh, very ill and had to resign. And it was uh, Father Gruber, who was the principal at Elder at that time, called me. Because by that time, I'd been at St. Williams, what, about five years, six years? And we had all these summer musicals in those days. So I was very much involved with high school students anyway. Okay. And the youth choir and youth group and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So he called me and said, would I come over and... Um, Fill in until they could find someone else. And I said, sure. So they're still looking. And this, is, <laughs> and this was 1969. Wow. Yeah. Of course, this is the year uh, we landed on the moon and all this stuff. And right. it was a troubled time, really, in, in, in America at that time. There were a lot of things stuff changing, on, right? a lot of stuff oh, going sure. on. And uh, so we're, we're slowly getting into my era at Elder. I, I, uh, 74, 75 year, I was, I was in the band with uh, sure, Lee, Lee Trout. Lee Trout. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee, uh, uh, he was a very interesting, colorful guy. Right, he was a good friend. Yeah. He was a great guy. We had many wonderful times together. He was a, a wonderful educator. Yeah. I mean, he really was, you know, and he did all he could. And the band was, well, I guess we remember it was probably... 80 or so, 90 guys in the band in those days. But it was a different time and age, you know. And uh, he was just a really wonderful person. He was like you. And when I look at the the Glee Club, and and my first experience was when we, I was a sophomore when we went went to uh, Boston for the Bicentennial. So the Glee Club and the band went to Boston on a tour. And... You, your group performed more than the band because the band you were more limited to what you could do right. with the band. But I remember that you guys sung before at uh, the Boston Pops, uh, right. and uh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, boy, I'm glad it didn't ask us to play because uh, <laughs> we would have really been very bad compared to the Boston Pops. Sure. But you guys sang beautifully, and and I remember there was a one mass we went to downtown, and it was on Sunday, and and and. Uh, the music was also next thing you know the elder glee club was singing and the parishioners were crying they were loved it so much <laughs> can you come back next week uh, i think nope. we're going to be back in cincinnati yeah we'll be out of here <laughs> but this, this those were a lot of good memories a lot of good oh, things sure yeah. but this kind of started what has become a tradition and a tradition in the glee club is that you you've become a World Traveler Organization, a one of the best, uh, I guess, ambassadors for Elder High School 
yeah. internationally uh, and talk about the, the beginnings of also not only the Glee Club, but the, as you went out and traveled. Well, our first trips, well, as you mentioned, to Boston. In fact, before that, we went to, uh, um, what was it, uh, Washington, D.C., before the 50th Jubilee of Elder High School or something. Yeah. But anyway, something there, and then we went to Boston. And after that, then we went, I think, we went up to Canada. And after that, then we started the uh, European tours. And we've been doing them since. Every two years, we go, in fact, this past summer, we just spent the time in uh, uh, southern Germany and in Austria, down in wow. Salzburg. It's one of my favorite places, Salzburg, Austria. But anyway, yeah, all that kind of evolved out of uh, those first trips where we were celebrating really Elder High School, the Jubilee, and then 1976, the 200th anniversary of the country when we went to Boston. Right. That was um, fun. You know, Dave, I reading up on you a little bit, and one of your former students, Daniel Lally, uh, called you a dedicated professional and a devoted family man. And I can't think of two better things to be called than that. I mean, talk a little bit about what that means when oh, you hear something like that. It's, it's quite, you know, wonderful to hear. And, and uh, as we went through all of these years with our kids, well, and Carol knows um, our children were very much apart. They went to all the European tours, for example. And um, like we still remember them being carried around on the shoulders of the Glee Club guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. Having a good time. In Seton High School, when we were having rehearsals, they'd be there running around the auditorium and being part of everything, you know, enjoying it. And they uh, they kind of grew up with it that way, yeah. you know. But, but you know, so your, your aspiration was a concert pianist, but... Your calling eventually became being a teacher, wasn't right. it? Right. Mm-hmm. And how fulfilling has that oh, been? Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. I mean, and, and that's what I think is so important, you know, like they're going on and on about, oh, well, okay, whatever it is, 50 years, is that what they're saying? Uh, that's what I hear. But anyway, <laughs> when over that time period, it really isn't just the teachers. I mean, the real stars of the show are the students. The students, yes. That's what we're there for. And they're the ones that make it all happen. They're yeah. the ones that bring it together. You know, we can stand up here and talk all we want and be blue in the face. But if the kids don't buy into it and really go after it, you know, it's not really worth anything. So I always say that with them. You know, they're the, they're the ones that did it. We're the teachers. They are the result of their own efforts and following and, you know, our guidance. That's what it's about. That's why you teach. You know, Dave, uh, I guess the burdens for all Catholic schools is constantly getting students to come sure. to the school. And, and it's becoming, uh, when, when I was there, the place was jam-packed uh, mm-hmm. in, in the 70s. And I know it's uh, the numbers are down. And, and uh, talk about how you feel the importance of the Catholic education and, and, and elder high school is for people considering uh, this uh, big investment and decision. Well, obviously, as you're saying, numbers are down, but they're down for several reasons. One very obvious reason, there's not as many kids. Yeah. The pool of kids is just not there, as you know, when we back a few years. But the value, of course, of the Catholic education is uh, just a wonderful thing in the sense that they all are so family-orientated and things are all centering around themselves, you know. 
The guys have a real camaraderie, which is really important. And the girls at Seton, the same thing. You go over there, and they're as happy as the lark, having a great time, you know, over there. And, of course, Seton and Elder perform together. You know, we perform over in the Seton Performance Hall. A wonderful hall. It's beautiful. And you were the founding member, I understand. Of the Performing Arts Series. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's... Uh, this, that's going on 49 years. Next year is the 50th anniversary of that performing arts series. Wow. But, um, you know, it's been a combination of all of those things together. And uh, the girls and the guys performing together and all the camaraderie, you know, and the friendships. and It's just a really strong bond. And I find that a lot in our schools now. Uh, I think that's true also uh, in the public schools to an extent, of course. I'm not saying they don't have that. But I think ours is a really strong, at least from my perspective. You know, of course, that's where I teach. So, you know. with, with 50 years of perspective, uh-huh. how have things changed over the years with the students? Uh, you know, what they give you now versus 50 years ago or along the way? Well, I think the biggest thing is this. Students haven't changed. Students are really still wonderful students. The thing from back a few years up to this point in time is there is so much put on their plate. The expectations, you know, and all these things you should be doing, and you should take this, and you should take that, and this and that. You know, let them be kids. Let them be high school students and grow in their high school skills. And uh, I think that's part of what goes on with the kids. Although they're very good about it, they get in there, they do their stuff, they work like the devil, you know. But I, I see that as the biggest, if you're saying, like, say, from the 60s up to now, you know, that's your biggest biggest change in the whole attitude of the students and their mentality, you know. So One of the uh, things that, that I know that the, the Glee Club does, besides performing in these, uh, I got my my Seton Elder Performance Series, Christmas 2006, I found before I came over. <laughs> but the, the fun things are like the cabarets that oh, you yeah. do at St. William's. And uh, it is, if, if you've ever, if you ever have the chance to do one of the, you know, there's the Irish cabaret and then there's the German one. And, right. and uh, it, they're, they're phenomenal. Talk a little bit about how fun they are. And it's a fundraiser, but it's oh, a fun sure. thing. Those are uh, some of our biggest, well, as you say, fundraisers. Uh, but they are, the kids love them. They're, they're an after-school thing, you know. They have to, that's an evening, uh, in addition to the class. And um, through those activities, they do earn what we call performance points, which eventually become monetary points, you know, for them at the end of the year. And this is how most of the kids earn their money for their European tours. Okay, sure. And the parents, of course, work like crazy for them. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. say that. We have a wonderful parent booster club, you know. Oh, it's the, yeah. the machine yeah. is amazing. Yeah. If you want your young man to do a Europe trip and you say, I can't afford it, there's so many options like selling hamburgers oh, kind of in, in, the, in the end zone. Uh, the Glee Club puts mm-hmm. that on. Uh, there's a different... Well, the Oktoberfest downtown, you know, we do that kind of stuff. And the parent crew puts on various activities where they raise things. But but the neat part about all of that stuff is uh, when we do all these fundraising things, it's not for the group. Parents and students are working for themselves. 
the money goes to them. We are not raising money for the Glee Club. It is for that students. See? Yeah. And uh, we just have a great time with it. Uh, Jack and Giselle Carroll are our presidents this year, and they have a wonderful group of parents working with them. We all, well, you know that we always do. Yeah. The, it, the parents group over the years has been phenomenal. They work at all the what the ball games downtown, the Reds, and right, the Bengals, yeah. all kinds of stuff. The opportunities are unbelievable. Now, I I, I know we, we don't want to keep you here all night talking, but I want to talk a little bit about the staff, the music staff at Elder, that helps you uh, with Jordan and Jack. Mm-hmm. Talk about them and yeah. what they do. Over the years, we've had uh, it's been an evolution because really when we started, Lee was the band, I was the Glee Club. I mean that was it. But now we have additional staff members. Uh, Jack has a young man, Seth Post, who works with him in the instrumental. Jordan Shad works with me in the choral music, you know. And then besides that, our series staff from Seton, the two of our groups work together so well uh, that, you know, help and put everything together. Uh, Mary Beth Samoya with the girls and the guys, she works like crazy. Mary Sunderhouse keeps all the books and all that stuff, keeps everybody in line, you know. Yeah. It's, it's just a real tight-knit group that works for the good of the students and the people, and that's what it's all about, you know. Yeah, and you ha- in, in, I mentioned it's kind of like a machine, but if you look out here, the, the people that know you and love you, they're here, they... they uh, uh, the support that you have, and, and I, I, on the uh, Elder Glee Club trip, I was sitting here talking to a fellow traveler, Bill Welch, and we were talking, and, and I don't know if Bill's here tonight. If he's out there, he might be somewhere, but uh, uh, I, I said that you're, you're kind of remind me of uh, George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. I don't think you understand how many lives <laughs> that you touch. I really, and I, I mean that that's truthfully. Well, that's well said. And I, because all these young men who, some of these kids, uh, they've never been on an airplane before. Right. They've never been out of the country. They've never been on vacation. Next thing, they're flying to Germany. They're flying to Italy. And you, you're opening their eyes. It's, it's part of that education that this is the world's a big place, and we're going to go out in this, right. and we're teaching you that. And you're providing that opportunity. And the, the, the people and the memories I have from it revolves back to your leadership, and I just uh, I want to congratulate you, you. and uh, my hat's off because uh, it's a remarkable thing. If you don't know, and watch it and see how it, it works and, and, and the camaraderie of the people, uh, it, it's it's an amazing thing. And uh, now, now we're going to talk about tomorrow real quick. Tomorrow night you have a big show at Elder. Let's talk a well, little bit about that. Yeah, this has been put together by the alumni. I've done little things like work with the chorus. I don't know what they're planning. I mean, oh, <laughs> I keep thinking you better watch it. That's all I can yeah. say. But you know, they're a wonderful group. There's, uh, I don't know. They said 90 some will be singing in the chorus tomorrow night. Wow. And then they've all worked tirelessly on doing all kinds of things. You know, uh, there's all these secret things going on that I'm not supposed to know about. So I try to avoid them because <laughs> I don't want to ruin them, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. The whole evening will be a lot of fun. There's a lot of singing. There's a lot of reminiscing. 
a lot of guys talking, you know, it's that kind of thing. So it'll be great. Sounds like fun. And it'll be in, in the uh, field house uh, yes. tomorrow night. And uh, I think uh, there are still some spots available oh, sure. if, if, if you want to go to that. Uh, I, my wife and I, Teresa, our daughter is uh, expecting her second baby like now, any time now. So we didn't want to commit. But if, it, if she doesn't have tomorrow, I'm thinking I might drive over oh, sure. and uh, be part of it. Because they're like, well, we... Sure. Let's, let's do that because it sounds like a lot of fun. I know Jordan Shad said, you got to come over to this. And so, uh, uh, and, and I would really love to do that. Well, Dave, um, I know we could talk in, uh, on and on and on about this, but uh, at, at Elder, it's a, it's a wonderful achievement. Uh, the the school you. is better off for having you there. There's no doubt there, there's people that go through there in and out briefly they don't make much difference whether it's students or teachers or whatever you've made a huge difference for the elder school and the community and uh hats off to you and i'd like to have a round of applause for dave allen thank you and we're going to take a time thank out thank you very much thank right. you mark thank All you guys right. thank you dave allen we'll be back at la rosa's right after thank this you. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Your West Side Neighborhood Skyline Chilies are supporters of Elder Sports and Elder High School. After the game, stop in for some delicious cheese conies or your other favorites and support these locally owned Skyline Chili restaurants. Supporters of Elder include Glenway, Del High, Price Hill, Bridgetown, Cleves, and Dent. Talking about Skyline. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend that is discretionary and pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. 
Sports Radio Game Night continues. Now, back to LaRosa's on Boutneau Avenue. And we're back. And uh, once again, big hats off and thank you to Dave Allen for joining us. Uh, a very uh, inspirational guy and uh, so happy to be have him here as a guest. And uh, I guess we, we let's just head to the scoreboard, Steve, and let's... Uh, Let's get Steve Geis. Uh, his, yeah. I don't even know if Steve in the room here tonight. I don't know. Uh, oh, there he is. I see he's in the back. He's he's in the uh, in the kitchen doing dishes and playing the drums. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. Don't there. slip on the cannoli, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Miami Valley Conference action. Summit Country Day over Cincinnati Country Day, 28 to nothing. Southern Buckeye Conference. Bethel Tate, 22. New Richmond, 20. All non-league action in Ohio. Walnut Hills, 48. Aiken, 6. Hamilton, 28. Anderson, 14. Talawanda, 24 to 17 over Baden. East Clinton, 37. Cedarville, 7. Centerville loses to Lakota West tonight, 30 to 15. Avon Lake and Clinton Massey in a squeaker, 24 to 23. Avon Lake, Cincinnati College Prep, 52. Franklin Furnace Creek, 15. Coldwater, 37. Mount Healthy, 7. Clark Montessori loses to Deer Park tonight, 46 to zip. It was uh, Dunbar and Milford squaring off, and a close one, 27 to 26, goes to Milford tonight. Franklin County, 20, Edgewood, 10. Fairfield, 16, Springfield, 12. Gamble Montessori loses to Batavia tonight, 20 to nothing. Goshen, 28, Hillsborough, 7. In overtime, East Central pulls it out over Harrison Wildcats, 10 to 7. Hughes wins over North College Hill in a squeaker, 26-25. Elder wins in a overtime, 38-31 over Indianapolis Cathedral. The game we'll be talking about shortly. Dakota East, 14. Kettering Fairmount, 6. New Miami, 35. Landmark Christian Eagles, nothing. LaSalle, 31. Mason, a big zero. Lebanon, 50. Loveland, 20. Lexington Christian, 47. Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy, 23. Little Miami, 41. Western Brown, Six Marymount, 43. West High, 40. McNick, 15. Indian Hills, 6. Middletown Mason, 49. Reading, 7. Lola goes down to Louisville Trinity, 41 to nothing. Moeller has yet to score a point this season. Ross, 42. Monroe, 3. Roger Bacon, 41. Newport Catholic, 14. Bishop Fenwick, 67. Norwood, 14. St. X, 21. Coleraine, 14. Simon Kenton, 13. Oak Hills, 10. South Point, 41. Miami Valley Christian Academy, 7. Springboro, 39. Middletown, 14. Kings lose to Sycamore tonight, 31-24. Wyoming over Taft, either 94 or 28 to nothing. Pick your score. Blanchester, 34. Taylor, 7. Miami Trace loses to Wilmington tonight, 56-24. Winton Woods all over West Claremont tonight, 49 to nothing. Princeton shuts out Withrow, 42 to zip. Shamanah Julian, 56. Woodward, 8. In Kentucky, Beachwood over Somerset, 40 to 7. With Lloyd Memorial, 22. Boone County, 14. Highlands, 44. Campbell County, nothing. Newport shuts out Carroll County, 42 to zip. Connor, 35. Dixie Heights, nothing. Ludlow over Gallatin County, 47 to nothing. A lot of shutouts tonight. 
Covington Catholic and Lexington Catholic square off for a good old good one, 39 to, to 38. Covington Catholic over Lexington Catholic. Walton Verona 22, North Laurel 21. It was Holmes 58, Owen County 6, Ryle 20, Cooper 16, and Scott over Holy Cross 42 to 6. That's everything I got. And we are now joined uh, by Lenny, Len Harvey, uh, who play by play. And uh, well, let me turn. Uh, Steve, guys, can now go back to doing dishes back there. Uh, uh, Lenny, that was an exciting finish there. Uh, it was tremendous. I mean, the, the, to go out the field goal, I, I was kind of thinking, are they going to go for it on fourth and yeah, three? Yeah, you and you and Phil uh, were going back and I, forth. I said no. Nah, I'm. Ha- I was happy that he made the decision to do that, and you can see it was the right decision. So yeah. Um, but just the the game was amazing. I mean, it started late, right? Yeah. Finished late, and I don't know how you got all through those scores, Steve. That was impressive. Thank you very much. That was very good. I'm winded. It was yeah, like, I, I, I was, bet. That I was, was channeling my inner school closing voice. <laughs> yeah, right. But for the second week of the season, I mean, that was about as good a game as you can get. I mean, Indianapolis Cathedral is a very good team. Very good team. Very good team. Very, ta- very well coached. And that's oh. one thing. Uh, Tony Aceto was uh, texting me. They are extremely well coached team. Very disciplined. They they know what they can do, know what they can't do, and they do it very well. And they were very creative. And you know yeah. the squib kicks, yeah. the uh, short kicks. Uh, they were they were going for blood. They wanted to win that game big time. They did. I can imagine if they uh, didn't have to spend four hours on a bus, how much better they could have been tonight. Yeah. But uh, you know, but but look at Elder. I mean, their offense is is right now as good. I mean, if you look at last year, you say, well, Bittner and Luby together, that's tremendous. But it's even better this year, I think. You know, Len, being the second game of the season, obviously you and Phil went up to Columbus last week. Uh, this is your second time seeing uh, the Elder Panthers. Any any quick takeaways from uh, maybe that's surprising you or that is what they're doing is kind of what you expected? I, I'm surprised at how good Drew Ramsey is. He is been able to come in in any situation. In week one, he caught a you know 76-yard pass, threw a touchdown. He does about everything. He runs the ball well. He throws the ball well. Uh, he really compliments Luby even better. That's why I said I think I actually think their offense is better this year than it was last year. I mean, wow. maybe, am I wrong? Well, I, I I think they're capable of it. I thought by the end of the year, uh, before uh, uh, Bittner got hurt. They were really, things were really clicking. I think Luby, you can tell he's still, do I do this, do this, do this? And and that's a complicated offense to run, and I think he's making, for the most part, the right decisions. Uh, I could could tell now, I'm just listening to to Phil, uh, that uh, he, he was on the last throw that didn't get it in for the touchdown that, you know, Doug wanted him to go to a different receiver. And those are things that progressions they work on, and and he'll get that. But uh, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Well, no, I I agree with you there. I think that, uh, you know, a couple of decisions, not very good. A couple of passes that were forced. But, you know, this is, is, again, you talk about progression. Week week two, he's only going to get better. Yeah. He's... He's he's been great. I mean, let's let's put it this way: he's got over 300 yards of rushing in the ground already. Right. In two yeah, games. Yeah. He's averaging over 15, 16 yards a carry. Not too bad and, for a week two. And for the folks, the people that are listening that haven't seen the other Panthers yet, 
Joe Warrior is very good, and he's a special, special player. And I, I mentioned earlier, I think, uh, for him to be playing for Ohio State next year, they're in for a real treat. Well, we've seen a good one. Uh, you know, you look at uh, all of the players that have gone through Elder, but he's as, he's as good. I mean, that 15-yard touchdown, it was all him. I know. I mean, it, it was. was. A, it was a three-yard pass, and yeah. it was roll over uh-huh. everybody yeah. to get into the end zone. And that's uh, – Royer does a great job. He's uh, – you know, you saw – Kyle Rudolph play here. I mean, he's. I'm not going to go out on the limb and say he's as good, but he's he's pretty close, pretty close. So that's a that's saying stuff. And going to Ohio State, it's that's big praise right there. So, so what's your take now? Uh, so one thing that they mentioned uh, at Dad's Club is Ryo on the schedule week five instead of Cleveland San Ignatius. Uh, that's going to not saying that Ryo's a breather, but you go from Lakewood St. Ed's. Ryo at home, and then you go into the GCO gauntlet with X, Moeller, and then Winton Woods. Uh, in past years, it was St. Ives in that second week of that five-game stretch. Now it's Ryle, and that's got to help, and you're still going to get similar Harbin points. Oh, agreed, and, and not having to do those back-to-back is 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 a blessing because that's two games. Are you talking just... personally going up to Cleveland twice? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I don't have to thought. do that. Yeah. That's what I thought. Lance. I don't have to drive both times. <laughs> I understand. You know, No, I think playing those games back-to-back, especially on the road, would have been tough. I mean, yeah. going, not that Ryle. I mean, Ryle beat Cooper tonight, right? They did. Yeah, 20-16. So, Ryle's not a bad team. Uh, it's going to be a good game. But and it's in your backyard. It, it's absolutely in my backyard. It it's, it's about about time we get something on the on my backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah right. But no, it's it's going to be. Uh, you look at the schedule. This game is is, is about as good a team as they're yeah. going to. You know, you look at that. They they're they're a very good team. I yeah, mean, they are. a very good team. They're going to win some games. No question. Going to win. Cathedral eight. might not lose the rest of the I way. I know. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah, I well, see we got next week. Uh, uh, the, the team from Florida, uh, Clearwater. Clearwater Academy, coming in, and nobody knows much about them, but we do know they have a lot of talented, great players. So one receiver is going to Clemson. That's right. what I know. They're they're basically a recruiting farm. Okay. Uh, much kind of like, like Oak Hill Academy and yeah, basketball. They're, 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 that's they're, they're just there. And they just heavily recruit kids. God only knows where they're from. Yeah, but they're all athletes. Probably a lot of them I hear are from Canada that have come down that that want to play, and it's right down the street from the local no Scientology place. But a lot of apparently people that are in the Church of Scientology, these kids are good football players, play there, and it's. I, I, but I was reading a lot about it. So, yeah. but they they do have brought in people from Scientology or Clearwater. So, but uh, another if they're playing a team, it's, it sounds to me like it's going to be an athletic team. Probably not. Is I, I felt. Uh, tonight, Cathedral was like a machine. They oh, were very said, well yeah, oiled. Yeah. Oiled. I think uh, this one's going to be more of that individual, uh, well said, talent, so yeah. forth kind yeah. of team. So uh, talented, but, but how well they're going to mesh as a team? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Which Elder does a great job of. So really, shouldn't be a shouldn't be an issue next week. We'll see. All right. I know uh, we're dragging this on, uh, and, and we were supposed to be off by 11. 
Uh, it's 11:18 now. So, Kevin needs to go home. Uh, poor Ke- guy. Yeah. So, but uh, working I, extra. Before we go out of here, I want to give a, a shout out and thanks again to uh, the Elder Glee Club uh, director Dave Allen for being here tonight. Uh, the place is full uh, of all his fans. Uh, so thanks to Dave for coming out. And uh, also thanks to all our sponsors, uh, the people that make this thing work. Thank you to Greg Hyland at Cooper Electric, the Kelsey uh, Chevrolet people, the Schmidt Heating and Cooling. I mean, I can go Cooper up and Electric. down. I, yeah, let me get my. Cooper Electric. I said got, Cooper. Oh, yeah, okay. right? yeah, let me get. I get my little. Uh, <laughs> you get your list. My cheat sheet at Wardway Fuels. Robert Jones. Call Banker West Shell. The the friendliest plumber in town. Uh, yes. the, the Hoding Real, Realty people. Of course, La Rosa Pizza here oh. for hosting us. I can't think enough. And if if you haven't been out here, who hasn't been out here? But the wonderful party rooms behind us. If you have a party coming up and you want to look for a place, you got holidays coming up. Uh, multiple party rooms, great food, great service. The people here, Perry, uh, uh, server Pam, they they do a great job here, and we're, we're always thankful for them uh, having us out here. Rob Curry, the general manager here, and. Uh, does a great job so uh we're, we're always very pleased and happy to be here in the basically the hall of fame of high school sports Absolutely. the building buddy built right <laughs> not by hand but heck he did it so uh guys any last comments before we wrap this thing up it's a great win looking for another good game next week at home all right Clearwater. great night great talking great. to dave allen all right yeah. Well, that's all the time we have here at La Rosa's and Boudinot. And thank you to all you at home listening. Uh, We appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. Take care. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online for La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, your Westside Skyline Chili locations, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of Elder High School football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio.